hosting me. For... Sorry, brother. No, been, you're not. Busy, man. You're not sorry. You've been just ignoring me. Nick always responds right away. I was, I was actually when Nick hit me up just now. I was talking over a, a job, a potential job, so uh, with an HR person. So oh, yeah. I might be employed again soon. Is that good or bad? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, especially in light of what's going on right now. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So uh, for everyone listening, this is episode uh, 69. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With uh, with Daniel Libby and Nick Phelps. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves while I go shut my dog the fuck up? Go ahead, Nick. Uh, age before beauty. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> You're saying I'm old and ugly. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, both know it. Yeah. No, Dan Libby here, uh, senior master sergeant, uh, retired United States Air Force with uh, a little over 26 years in. Uh, worked a lot of different things uh, to include in the intelligence community and stuff. And uh, Tom and I have been talking a little bit about uh, coronavirus and artificial intelligence and other things going on in the world. So it's good to be back on the program. Uh, Nick Phelps, I'm a tech sector. Uh, I did 14 and a half years. I'm retired myself too. Uh, Daddy and I were in Iraq together for a year, six long, gruesome months of overhang claps with uh, drill sergeants in the airport. We don't do that. Um, but, shit, was it now 13 years, Dan? Yeah. Four, yeah, but, yeah. Years. No, it was 14 years. Yeah. 2005, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. 15 years, yeah, because we, uh, we linked up in 05 for training, yeah. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah, well, uh, oh, six. Oh, oh, six. Oh, six, yeah. But uh, close enough. It's been a while. So, I did Intel, um, mechanic, RPA operations, drones for you people like Tommy. Yeah. And, What's that? Mean? Uh, That's uh, spe- our short bus guys. Yeah. <laughs> we fly uh, the short drones. But uh, besides that, you know, I'm I'm on furlough right now. Actual uh, from my doctor because of my lung and hearts or my lungs and heart mm. um so uh yeah i'm doing a whole bunch of this now yeah everyone is man but dude i keep telling i keep saying it and uh, i don't dude the guy who wrote stacy's mom died from coronavirus stacy's well, you know, mom. mom did have it going on yeah well she apparently she did stacy's mom has got dan schlesinger died today 52 years old yeah yeah dude not old no and he had no prior health complications 52 covid 19. So, yeah man. Bad stuff, man yeah so uh is anyone surprised that china was lying about their numbers no everyone's all oh well turns out china was lying okay okay and it's like what do you mean it turns out did anyone when china came out and they're like we have no more cases everyone just ate that shit up like wow that's fantastic tommy it's- you're frozen is he frozen on your end dan no, I got them on my end. It's your computer, bro. It's your computer, It's your it's your computer, Nick. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So I would like for China to explain why they had two million cell phone users just drop off the face of the planet 12. in the last couple of weeks. Twelve. Twelve million now. Yeah. Oh, went from two million to twelve million cell phone in users. like in like seven days. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, and not only that, wasn't there a mass delivery, like a train delivery of urns to Wuhan? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's pretty great. And on top of that, you got to think of China and how they are. They're going to block out communications. Yeah. Like they're going to turn off cell phone or turn off the towers. Yeah. So, hey, Tommy, you're moving again. Hey, good. Huh. Um, but it's seriously like 
how do you black out information getting out? How do you stop information from getting out? You cut all communication ties, telephones, internet, everything. Yeah. So what are the actual numbers? You know, like I've yeah. been saying from day one, what about Beijing? What about Shanghai? Yeah. What about the huge populations? They're all protesting when they had those big atomizers spraying God knows what, Lysol or oh, more yeah. Wuhan, who the hell knows. Oh, and yeah. like, like what the hell is going on? How do we pass the largest country in the world? And India too. They're up there too. They're not reporting all their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They can't. So yeah. many people. Yeah, everyone's trying to shit on the USA like we have the most cases. This is entirely on the Trump administration. And it's like, no, dude, we're just the most transparent fucking country. All right? That's why. It's because you can see it all. It's like it's fucking when everyone's like, you know, fucking dictator in chief. And it's like, dude, the fact that you can make a tweet that says you're a dictator shows that he's not a dictator. Because if you're a dictator, that tweet wouldn't exist. You would be locked up. So would your parents and your kids. But not only that, it's it's the whole America's everyone's using this to take pot shots at America mostly Americans doing it like oh we're the worst we can't do this and it's like dude China and India aren't better they're just not fucking reporting it alright so it's like if I ask 100 people if they have coronavirus and 90 say yes but China only has two that say yes that doesn't mean that we have more that means I asked more and I reported more it's exactly I, I, yeah I, I mean if you check out like uh, Africa's gonna be God knows what the hell's going to happen there yeah. but check out the middle east check out our favorite country dan iran yeah you know they are reporting i would say knowing how iran is they're reporting a little bit out yeah and their numbers are pretty freaking high for such a small country yeah yeah so how is china barely more than them right it's, it makes zero sense yeah it's, it's hard to trust anything coming out of china right now you know it really is um but it, it, I think it highlights the notion that we need to be more resilient as a country, right? Not rely on them for medical supplies, not rely on them for antibiotics, not rely on them for our commerce. Mm, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So it's, um, it's, we need to bring that stuff back into our country. Yeah. We got to. Yeah. It's because yeah. this can and will happen again. It's, you know, there's 7 billion people. This, you know, this can and will happen again. I mean, Dan, it's. It's documented, you and I, over episodes over the last three months, us saying, does anyone really fucking believe China? Like, it's back in January. It's me and Dan going, this is horseshit. There's no way that they're, they only have 10 cases. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's also, you know, eat a slice of humble pie. There's also an episode of me having someone on talking about a guy that just canceled. This was in January. He was in California. And I was like, dude, this guy just canceled on me. He told me he had to get, like... He had to go get supplies, and he said he was going up to his cabin in the woods because coronavirus is in California. And the guy I was having on, this is a photographer, Bradley Wenzel, and he was like, what? And I was like, I know, what? And, it's, you know, fast yeah. forward. But that, that, that day was me. Yeah. No, 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 that wasn't you. No, there was no, no same thing. He was supposed to come on that day, wasn't he? Who? No, no, no. The guy, the day I had Bradley Wenzel on, there was supposed to be someone on before him. Oh, who, who has never come on, who has cut contact with yeah. me since. But yeah, this is like early January, and he was like, yeah, man, I heard it's coming to California, and they're going to start quarantining us. 
And sure enough, there's on video me going, that's not going to happen. So a uh, big slice of humble pie. I'll eat that right now. But, uh, you know, <laughs> well, there, there's no hiding that. There's in California right now, right? So I just read a report this morning that uh, San Francisco has now outlawed reusable grocery bags, right? Yes. Now, this is a city who years ago... <laughs> outlawed you know basically uh plastic and paper bags yeah yeah Yeah. and so now they're saying you know they said hey you got to use your own bags if you want to bag your grocery and they're like no we can't do that because it's going to spread the virus like okay you guys get it together you know um some of the other things going on in california i talked to a good buddy of mine who's an ffl dealer out there who said that uh there's a bunch of people now realizing hey man we need guns right so as he puts it, they're liberals. Now, I don't, I don't get too political on his stuff, so I'm just regurgitating what, what he was saying, all right, that a bunch of liberals are now trying to buy guns in California and asking for a loophole in the waiting period because they need them now, and this is a national emergency, <laughs> you know, and gun dealerships are even calling law enforcement because these guys won't leave the shop waiting for their uh, background investigations, and the police are like, well, now we're going to look into you to see why you need a gun right why, now. Like, yeah. are you a threat, right? right? Um, so it's just an interesting shift yeah. in, in, in uh, the paradigm, right? Folks that were against guns in the past, you know, all of a sudden say, hey, you know, you need to waive the requirements for us to be able to get them now. Yeah. I mean, there's crazy uh, things going on there. I've, I've, and then, yeah. One more thing real quick on, on the California piece. So... Um, we're having a hard time trying to be able to sell our house in California right now because real estate agents are not being allowed to show houses. So people have to either take virtual tours or buy a house based on pictures alone, right? Interest rates on houses are going up. Banks are starting to restrict their, their lending policies. So up until about this week, nationwide, I think it was like, uh, you know, across the U S like 50% debt to income ratio would qualify you to buy a house at a certain cap, right? So long as the, the loan kept you at 50% or less. That's now changed to 41%. So interest rates are going up and it, it's gonna be harder for people to, to even qualify, you know, if they have more than 41% debt to income ratio taken on that home loan. So I'm pretty much convinced that I'm gonna to have to be living in California for the next couple of years until all this stuff settles out and I can actually get, get my house on the market. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's- yeah, it's. I saw that on Reddit. Someone like, someone literally posted was like, "Yeah, I tried to get a gun, and like I've never owned a gun before, and they were telling me I'd have a background check." And you're like, "Why do I need a background check?" They're like, "What do you mean? Like, what reason? Coronavirus? That's why. Like, I don't have any like." And all of a sudden, it's like, "Man, isn't that so ironic? Why do I need a background check? I thought it was my right." It's like, well, "Yeah, why do you think everyone else has been saying for the last fifty years? What do you mean? <laughs> there is no national yeah." Because yeah. you can now draw that precedent of saying it's a national emergency, of saying that there's a, a, a pandemic. You can now draw that precedent forever and be like, well, from now on, shouldn't there always be loopholes? Because who knows when the next pandemic's coming? All time yeah. can now be, once this is gone, every day after this ends can be, you could qualify it as this is just preventing the next pandemic. We don't know when it's coming. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty ironic. Now we need guns. Or not only that, the whole argument of... Uh, well, if you need someone with a gun, you always call the cops, and it's like, uh, a lot of cops yep. are sick now. Who are you going to call? Yeah. It's, Dude, I watched Contagion last night with Matt Damon. God damn, man. They predicted <laughs> this shit they, it perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. It came out after swine flu, the H1N1. I think, yeah. so I think what, 20, maybe 2010, 2011? 2009, 2010. Oh, yeah. God damn. Have you, have you all seen that? 
Yeah, dude, no, I, I haven't. I'm you need to, dude. You need to, dude. It, they fucking they nailed it. They nailed it. Every part of it was like, this is exactly how it unfolded. This is exactly how it unfolded. So even at the beginning, they're in the emergency operations center and like the Pentagon, and they're like, all right, so are we looking at weaponized bird flu? <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, I was like, me and Dan back in February, we're like, this is, they're like, we're like, this is weaponized. This is bio warfare. And same same thing I said about them targeting our markets, targeting yeah people breathing issues. Like I, I said it, Dan. I don't know if you watched my four hour long podcast as longer in years. Yeah, only by a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it went six hours. We had to edit out the last hour and a half because yeah, yeah, so, it was personal. Yeah, was we personal. actually actually no, so we actually went five hours forty eight minutes. So uh, get yeah. fucked, Danny boy. But uh, so, but yeah, but but uh, Tommy, you and I talked for over six hours that day. So that is true. Because yeah. we talked like an hour and a half before we even went on video. That's true. All right, whatever. We're so, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, Nick, uh, you're, yeah, Nick, you're back to what? For, hey, yeah. for, for like, I'm not worthy, bro. Oh, um, um, Dan. Hey, guess what? You have a hair unlike the other interrogators and me. Uh, we're, we're good. We're good. Um, so, like New York State, I'm sure you guys see New York. You see Cuomo being praised for everything that he's doing. I guarantee that motherfucker is going to run for president. He's saying he's not. He would only answer no. He wouldn't give any other reason. He wouldn't tell the reporters shut up. He kept saying no. So he's sending patients from New York City up here to Albany, Utica, Syracuse, and Rochester. On top of that, in the corrections, the COs were told that they couldn't wear PPE. They couldn't wear masks, even though there's inmates that are exposed, including Harvey Weinstein, who just came through here in Marcy, uh, about 20 minutes away of that. Good old Harvey. <laughs> yeah. So you have these inmates that are coming through and being transported over to make room downstate, and they're getting the COs sick or exposing them. They're going home to their families. So I, I, I did a post on Facebook that says Cuomo's killing New York, which he is by moving all these people. I said it months ago. Uh, probably about a month ago, that they should quarantine around New York City, Westchester, upstate, as they call it down there, and Long Island, and like Newark, New Jersey, kind of keep that in there too. But don't allow people to leave. So when the patients get moved up here to the hospitals, they're also going, their families are coming up and going to hotels nearby. Mm. Yeah. So they're exposing everyone in the hotel industry, like, oh, hey, I don't have food here, so I need to go out and eat. So now it's spreading that way mm. you know it's a telephone game with wuhan flu yeah it's the Wu flu it's, yeah the Wu flu it's crazy <sighs> like you know again with our modern te- technology today we have no idea what's going on how it's going on what the actual facts are because we have everything in our hands 102 years ago they did not have this mm. yeah they had just word of mouth, and that would get you sick. Yeah. So yeah, the actual mode of communication was getting people sick. Yeah. Now, like, I I had to run out quick, and I went out yesterday briefly or day before. I'm not sure anymore. Um, and it's kind of eerie to not see people out, but yet again today, because it's somewhat nice out here in New York. It's there's pe- there's people everywhere, everywhere. I get it. They're all walking. Cool. They're keeping their distance. But they stop and talk with each other, and they're 
closer than what we are right now to my monitor. Yeah. You know, it's like keep your distance. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's. I'm seeing similar things in uh, Illinois and Tennessee. So, uh, I came out to the Midwest oh, about three, three and a half weeks ago to help my daughter out with our grandchildren because she works for uh, Homeland Security. Had to work, and my son-in-law um, is a first responder uh, at the same airport and stuff. So I had to work, and you know, schools are shut down, daycare shut down. So we came out to help with the grandkids. And, um, you know, people just weren't taking stuff seriously. They, on the way out here, on, on the trip out here, we drove on the 40 to the 44, uh, went through several states. And, I mean, those highways were like ghost towns. Yeah. I mean, it was a scary sight, right? Yeah, you called me. It was me. rainy and drizzly and overcast the whole trip. My wife and I were towing a trailer, and we stayed in, like, KOAs along the way because hotels were shut down along those routes. Um, when I left my house in California and started making my way to the 40, I had to go up to 15 freeway, which is the main artery that feeds Vegas from San Bernardino and Los Angeles. Now I grew up off of that freeway in the high desert and I have never seen that highway so empty because they shut down Vegas the weekend we were rolling out. I've seen graveyards busier than that freaking freeway was that day. You know what I mean? It was insanely quiet. Um, so, you know, heading, heading east, People were kind of taking that seriously. Even those little places we stopped at for gas or whatever, you know, uh, you wait in line 20 feet back almost, you know, from the counter until that person was done and gone and mm. minimal exchange. They prefer to use credit cards and stuff rather than exchange cash or whatever. Um, but then I get I get to Illinois first and people are still out running around like it's busy. Oh, hey, I got a free day off work, so I'm going to go run all these errands and stuff. Um, down here in Tennessee where I'm at currently at my son's house, uh, helping him with some things, um, it's just, it's the same thing right now. You know, people are running around, but the problem is you had all these spring breakers on the East coast, Fuck Florida, those. Virginia, wherever, who were out there partying, hooping it up. And now they're making their way back home over the last couple of weeks to Nashville and Chicago and other places. Right. And that, that disease is just starting to spread like wildfire. Cause nobody is really staying home. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem, man, you know, so with, with snowbirds, uh, I'm a photographer for the Boilermaker Road Race. It's a 15K, 5 and 15K here in Utica. It starts on the east side of Utica, comes all the way down here to the brewery, bunch of free beer, bands. It's awesome. It really is. So I got asked to come on and help shoot that, and the director of photography, he's a snowbird. Like, he lives up here. After January 1st, he, him and his wife drive down to Florida. I just talked to him yesterday, I want to say. And... uh fucking buddy's calling in fuck him <laughs> and uh, so i talked to him yesterday or the day before just to see how he's doing see if he made it back up see if he's staying down there he's like well he goes there's a couple different things he goes if we come up he's, he's, he's older too he goes if, if i come back up you know he goes i gotta drive through all the states he like i said he's in florida he goes there's no coming to florida anymore it's only going out yeah but we stay down here he goes the sun the you know the sunlight kills the virus when it's on surfaces so he's like do we stay down here or do we come back up you know i go if you come back up come as soon as possible before it gets really bad yeah and he's stuck in between or stay down there and just stay down there yeah yeah it's yeah, tough man. it's you know i'm looking to have to go back to california and a couple of days ago, Kentucky kind of closed up their borders. Now police are stopping people at the border going, hey, you know, what's your business? What are you doing? Uh, Texas apparently did something similar to that, right? So if I have to drive back to California, 
you know, I, I, I'm looking at having to go around Kentucky, then head north to the 70, take that all the way to just south of Salt Lake City there to hit the 15 and come down. So I'm adding like two or three days yeah. on my trip back, you know, just to go around Texas and stuff, yeah. um, which I think is a smart thing for states to do. But what are they going to be doing about interstate commerce and the trucking industry and all that? I mean, are they going to impose the same restrictions on on those guys where they say, okay, if you come into our state of Texas, then you have to go into a mandatory quarantine for two weeks, you know, to make sure you're good to go. Or are they going to go, well, wait a minute, you're delivering toilet paper and everybody's out. So come on in, you know, what's the risk associated with that? The, the distancing thing I get, it makes sense to like limit the spread or slow down the spread. Yeah. But I don't know that we're going to stop it, even if everybody stayed home for two weeks. You it's not going to die right. out and just be gone. You can't stop it's, it. So I had to interject. So I had on a, a doctor like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and we were talking about coronavirus. <clears throat> and he was like, no, he's like, everyone in the world will probably end up getting it. And he was like, but so this is what it is. He's like, is it hard for you to hold a penny? It's like, no. He's like, what about a hundred pennies? And I was like, yeah, I could cup a hundred pennies. He was like, what about a thousand pennies? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm still, yeah. He's like, what about a hundred thousand pennies? I was like, I'm not strong enough to hold a hundred thousand pennies. He's like, all right, so let's bring it back down to a thousand pennies. Could you hold a thousand pennies? And I was like, well, that's only a couple pounds, but I don't know if I could fit it in my hands. And he goes, bingo. It's not that you're not strong enough. You just don't have enough place to put them. He's like, that's what coronavirus is. He's like, it's not this it's not this medical anomaly you know what is it he's like we know how to treat it we just we can only hold 100 pennies and he's like that is where quarantining and isolation comes in yeah if everyone gets it in waves over like a year and a half it's fine it'll be it'll be hard but it's fine we'll do it he's like it's when you get these peaks and we can only handle let's just say 100 people a day but all of a sudden 11,000 people are coming in he's like well now those 11,000 people, whatever the fatality rate is, it's going to be that percentage of that, no hope of it being lower. That's where you yeah. get the spikes. And he said- I think, I, think, I think, Nick, you'd agree with me on this. It'd be a lot like combat triage, right? Where you have a mass casualty event, and now you got to look at the people who you can actually save and those that you can't, yeah. you know what I mean? It is. It's, and so what's going to happen is the, the sick, the elderly, you know, maybe even the infants, mm. you know, they get this stuff, once our medical community or medical apparatus is saturated, they're going to have to do some kind of triage like that. Yeah. And that's a scary thing, you know, for a lot of people. Like, like for me, I'm in relatively good health, you know, um, but my mom, you know, who's in her 60s may not be, right? And so if she gets it, she may get treatment for it. Or if there's no room at the end, there's no room at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, so that's kind of a scary thing, especially when, you know, we're talking about a virus that uh, has the potential to be treated. It has the potential to be treated. Um, we may uh, come up with a vaccine for it, just like the flu vaccine or whatever. You know what I mean? But that's that's some time off because they got to do all these clinical trials and follow these rules and all that stuff. I got it. Um, but it's like, okay, so we need to flatten that bell curve with that with that isolation and stuff like that, so that those things, those medical things, can catch up. Um, but it is kind of a scary thing when we're looking around and going, hey, there's some places where people aren't taking this stuff seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm the most guilty of it. I was the one at first that was like, ah, it's not a big thing. So, I mean, yeah, just from right from the get-go, I'm absolutely guilty of that. But, I mean, even just my family, me and my parents, I can say we've, gone, we've done a goddamn stand-up job probably from, like, first week of March, maybe, maybe March 10th from here 
we have just been locked down. Like my mom and I will go, like, we'll do running around the neighborhood. It's one mile loop. That's it. I mean, no one's going anywhere. It's just us in here. Our na- I can say I haven't seen anyone out. You know, if there are neighbors, it's again, families, but it's all in tight circles. Um, but yeah, it's, that is kind of a scary thing. Cause it's not even like, can we not, you know, like we can deal with these, you know, none of these cases are cases that are like, again, you know, a house episode. Like we don't know what it is. Like we know what it is, but like triage, it's like if we have one doctor and 10 injured soldiers and one of them is bleeding out, if that one was bleeding out, was in a, a tier one trauma hospital. Sure. They could deal with it. But where we are right now in the middle of the mountains in Afghanistan, we can save four other soldiers for the price of one. And the thing is, is you have to break it down. And it sounds psychopathic and mechanical, but at some point you have to come to that. It's like at some point someone has to make the decision. Like it's not something you can put your head in the sand and that's where it's going to come in. uh, It becomes clinical at that point. Um, and I think we're going to see another issue in the health industry that people aren't really talking about right now. And that's the psychological effects of our caregivers. You know, I mean, it's tough enough every day coming to work where there's people sick, but when you're coming into work every day and you can't save those people and they're dying, you know, that's going to have lasting effects on their psyche too. You know what I mean? And so there's going to be some long-term care maybe required for them as well. So my, my hat's off to our healthcare community yeah. right now because they've got a Herculean job ahead of them and it's, it's scary and it's tough. And a lot of them are pushing through it, you know, so we need to think as a nation how we're going to take care of them going forward, just like we do with our combat vets who come back with PTSD and things like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my brother's a nurse. He just, I was, I was going to go pick up a bunch of face shields for him. This, uh, people out of their house, they're making them, 3D printing them, doing a different, couple different ways, too, of doing them. And for his hospital, they only have a handful left for the entire hospital out yeah. in Syracuse, where all the douchebags from New York City are coming up because they're dirty Cuomo lovers down there. So, unfortunately, it's going to be, you know, back to being spread, but they don't have enough supplies. That goes back to you, Tommy, talking about, you know, the thousand pennies. If you don't have the supplies, like Cuomo had the warehouse of ventilators, why why oh because it's not at apex yet what's exactly Who, who's making that call you fuck you buddy yeah go go jump off your fucking father's bridge you douchebag yeah <laughs> he, he named the bridge after his father who was also governor years ago so he snuck it in just before the bill was closed out just before they went in recess he, <clears throat> excuse me he snuck it in and he got approved but hey, what about all those fucking senators selling stock when oh, they when they yeah. got the when they got the COVID national security briefing before everyone else? Fuck well, those people. I, I heard Fuck that they all people. have stuff on Hillary Clinton too. Oh, uh, uh, well, you know, rest in peace. Oh, so what you're saying is we're gonna see more suicides in the future? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, oh, Clintoning yourself. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be that it's gonna be 22 a day, but it's gonna be with Congress members. Yeah. Hey, so. So, you know, I'm sure you guys are tracking this too, right? The the House and the Senate have been trying to push bills through to get money to combat this thing. But it seems like people want to keep our politicians, you know, our elected officials keep putting pork belly tags on this stuff. Fuck that. Like, yeah. fuck to that. include a pay raise for them. Yeah, fuck those. It's like, like, it's like, wait a minute. Why don't you just push the money through to fight this thing and focus on that instead of all these other little agendas you got going on? You guys can hash that stuff out 
of in, in another avenue, another form. You know what I mean? Um, it, just get the money approved and, and press. Yeah. I mean that that just I, to me as a taxpayer, man, frustrates the crap out of me. I almost you know? wish I almost wish Trump would just come on and be like, "We can resume being at each other's throats in a couple months, but we got to do this right now. Like we got to hit pause on the political theater." Like, yeah. I wish he would say, like, we can go right back at it. I know you hate me. That's fine. Like, it's, you know, you might have to do something. Was it, was it, was it Teddy Roosevelt? No, who is, it wasn't the Great Depression, but there was, like, a run on the banks before that. It was some president or it was some, like, head of the Federal Reserve. But there is a story where it's, like, somewhere in New York, this guy literally locked, he had all the CEOs of all the big banks might have been 1913 brought them all into the big like board like the board of directors like meeting room in some you know penthouse and some just skyscraper in manhattan yeah it was like five years before world war one brought them all in there and then like locked the door and got rid of the key and was like all right we're gonna figure out how to quell this mass panic like we got some water we got some food you know it's all these rich guys like no i'm going back and he's like we're not going back to this thing's figured out what do you know? They banged out a deal pretty quickly. It's yeah, it's, called, it's, it's, a, it's a think tank environment. Yeah, really is what it is. Yeah, it's and for every decision that Trump makes, it's gone through numerous other think tanks to even get to that. And same thing with Obama and Bush and Clinton and Bush and all the way back through, you know, over the past hundred plus years, it's been like that. These think tanks are there. Who, what, where, when, why, how, what Dan and I used to do. And then you exploit every one of those nouns and then every one of those nouns. And what are the short-term, medium-term, long-term, extreme long-term to every one of these actions? Mm-hmm. So and everyone's like, oh, yeah, Trump needs to get off Twitter. Everybody fucking agrees with this. I I agree. You you all agree. This shit's fucking funny. Yeah. However, get off Twitter. You know, I get it. It's the yeah. whole transparency that carried over from Obama on what's going on yeah exactly hunker down and just get the job done do what you can what your think tanks and advisors advise you to do yeah Yeah. it's it's tough you know people point fingers at him like can you do that job can you be like okay you 20 are gonna die but you 150 are gonna live can you make that choice Mm. well this this is like politics 101 right when both sides of the aisle can't agree on something and get something done for the American people, it's easy to blame the president, regardless of what political party that president's representing, you know, in, in the White House. So, I mean, it makes him an easy target, but at the same time, I mean, his power is actually kind of limited. We need Congress and the Senate to get on board and sort this stuff out together, yeah. you know? This isn't, yeah, we need this... that as, as citizens, and we don't need them, you know, adding a bunch of fat to that bill or or you know to get that money passed we just need them to hey buy medical supplies yeah help stimulate the economy and yeah. let's work on on a cure and or vaccination for this virus yeah. and move out on that like i really don't care if, if if our elected officials get a pay raise that shouldn't be an issue here yeah it should not be an issue you yeah. know all these additional things that they're trying to throw on there whether it's cell phones for poor people or whatever like i don't care about that right now yeah. i don't care so it's not it's not, it's not, it's not like rest of america there was a it's cool- not life limb or what's the other one? Life limb or what, Dan? Eyesight. Yeah. Life limb or eyesight. Yeah. 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 There was a cool thing that was, I remember it started when I was in high school, so 2005 to 2009. But it was about like mass computing, and what you could do is you could like sign on. 2005 to 2009. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Where were we, Dan? 
Mm. <laughs> Chewing on dirt in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good dirt. Thank you, sir. But Sorry. yeah, there was something where like you could register your computer. So like when you were away at school, you could sort of give up its processing power, however tiny that was. And the idea was like if millions of people did this, it would go to the. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's yeah. it's still being used today. Yeah, yes, you could go to. Like, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could use it to like help uh, simulate the folding of proteins and stuff. Shit, man! Like, what if they just did that? Like, hey, everyone, like, sign up. Like, every laptop, every device. Like, let's just start crunching the shit for coronavirus. Or does all of them combine not even hold a candle to a supercomputer? And are they using a supercomputer to help fucking fix this shit? Like, hey, Watson, what are you doing? Yeah. Come on, Watson. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so just being devil's advocate, you know, all the all the pork, all the extra fat spending in there, it's shitty that they're doing it. Is the move at a certain point to just say, fuck it, yeah, sure, get it through? At a certain point, do you just suck the dick and be like, hey, there are people dying, we can, we can come back? I mean, I know it's shitty, and they don't deserve to get all the little... Because the thing is, with all the congressmen is they're all fucking elitist they all have the money they don't they all have the security details they don't have the worries that everyone else has so if they're like we're gonna drag this thing out and we're gonna until we get the bill we want it's like motherfucker you're not you're not at home but right you know you're one of the elitist 535 members in the united states like so they don't they aren't feeling the same pains as everyone well, else it comes down to priorities right so are the priorities to take care of your constituents and protect them against this outbreak or is it to tack on a whole bunch of stuff for those remaining after you know this virus calls the herd mm. yeah yeah you know? it's yeah you know it you, you would think that we would so as as in terms of like wartime manufacturing, like there there are already auto companies like Tesla and Ford, shout out Tesla and Ford, producing ventilators and masks and respirators. There's people doing it at home right now. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Like you said my mom's doing you know the mask herself. Yeah, yeah. For people. I mean, I I wonder if that could be utilized more, like because it's not just like it's that's awesome. I love the gorilla there. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's not, not the only time I've had a monkey like that on my face. Thank you, we'll Nick. Thank you, Nick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like... Speaking of bird flu. Oh. <laughs> and, and the whole wet market thing, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that, that might be a story for when we're off the air. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I can yeah, if I, like around yeah. the, around the horn. I wish I could get one of those like mute buttons. Um, yeah, yeah. Beep. Um, tick tick tick. No more points for Nick. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, is there something you can do? Because you make a vaccine and just literally dump it in the water supply. Like if they said in contagion, he's like, yeah. The national, the head of the CDC is like, the National Guard just called me and wanted to know if we could make a vaccine and put it in the water supply. And the doctor on the other end of the phone's like. I'm going home. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, yeah, it's it doesn't retarded. really work that way, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's... Well, if it's aerosol, you know, you go to Batman where they, you know, they put the, they put the stuff in the exactly. Yeah. My, yeah, 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 yeah. You are. You are the first one. You know, like, hmm. You know, is is that plausible? Yeah. Now, watching that movie, I'm like, okay, it attacks water source. Eighty five percent of our body is what? Water. Yeah. So how does it not kill the people? That's what I don't get. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But 
Exactly, Tommy. You know, it's like, well, there's a one video, Dan, just before you came out, I was talking about uh, the aerosol that they're spraying in China. Did you see those videos? Yep. Yeah. What are they spraying? Wait, are you talking about the disinfectors? Yeah, it, it looked like the same trucks I saw in Turkey that were fogging for mosquitoes. I was gonna say, it's but those are type but, of dispersal apparatus. But yeah. those are in every city in the in the world right now. Mm, no, the, the, pe- not, the, the people, <laughs> the people with the hoses. Is that what we're talking about? No, we're talking no. about trucks that are like oh, spraying. yeah. It, it, it looks like a giant snow making machine, like how they make snow on oh. ski hills, but spraying this aerosol all against these buildings all the way down through a big. Plumes of smoke. Have you seen smoke. Have you seen Chernobyl on HBO? That that show came out about a year ago. Well, they they use those in like Pripyat, right when Chernobyl happens. They have these trucks going down, and they yeah they have things pointing either side. They're just dumping. Fl- I don't know what it is, but well, it, well for there for the radioactive dust, you want that water so it can grab a hold of the water and settle. You don't want it to yeah. be airborne, so it'll settle yeah. down the ground faster. That's why they did that. Yeah, but, yeah, man. There, there's <laughs> What well, are they spraying? Seems to be a lot of similarities between Chernobyl and uh, Wuhan flu, doesn't it? In terms of like hiding the outbreak, hiding how bad the severity is, and then it's only once it becomes apparent that it's going to affect the global community, do they actually kind of open up and say? There might be some similarities there. There's a lot of it, fucking similarities. It's like that with anything. It's not a knee-jerk reaction. It's actually listening to back again to the think tanks and advisors on what's going on yeah like they're both communist countries this way is it going to cause people to go out and start looting and breaking into places yeah well i mean just and that's when we come back to people who are against against guns you know want to buy guns now yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna see uh we're gonna see some novel innovation in 3d printed guns ghost guns you can't get a gun now but there's a guy down the street you give him 200 bucks or give him a roll of toilet paper he'll get you a glock like you know shit all you, in the new currency man yeah you only need it to fire a couple times if you just want home defense so yeah you'd be like yeah it's a shitty 3d printed gun it will break after a couple shots but hey till then yeah hey you gotta yeah it's gonna it's got some uh they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of innovation in uh household weaponry it's i have no idea what you're talking about if no so, one can get guns, there's going to be a lot of innovation in getting. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. And there's 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 one interesting thing about Chernobyl though, right? Which I don't think we're going to see with a coronavirus or any other kind of viral outbreak, is that there's a fauna growing there now on site that is yeah. actually eating the radioactive material, right? Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to see Mother Nature just consume a virus like there like it is with the radioactive material. So we're at a loss there. Yeah. Why not, dude? If it, yeah. if it can consume radioactivity, it can consume a fucking organic virus. I don't know. Radioactivity, that's the end game. If that thing, if there's something that can eat that, I don't know, man. Do you think that yeah. there's any sort of like, if there's any sort of like light that would um, disinfect, you know, almost like yes. a high powered UV? Is, yeah, it is a type C UV. Yeah. What if everyone goes inside and they just start fucking. Maybe now is the time for real chemtrails. <laughs> Maybe we need to start putting disinfectant out there. Who, who someone's just talking about that? Who the <laughs> chemtrails? It is your time. Off of uh, Seattle, you could see a bunch of they said military airplanes flying along, but it wasn't their, their normal path. I'm like, uh, yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah, you no, know? yeah, some sort of mass disinfected at 30,000 feet. 
Yeah, man. But also with uh, going back to, you know, going outside, like my, my buddy down in Florida, you go outside and if it's on your clothes, the, the sun rays will kill it. Unless you're in New York and it's like fucking England and yeah. never sunshines here. Yeah. Um, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but really like you go outside a little bit. It'll, first off, you need it. Your skin needs it. Dan. Get outside, you ginger. Hey, man, uh, I don't want to get rickets, but I don't want carcinoma either. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm way too white, man. I've, I've had enough sunburns over the Middle East, man, to be concerned about that anyways. I've had multiple biopsies taken, you know, off my body for uh, skin ailments. I don't know if you guys can see it, but I got a divot in the end of my nose there where one was taken off. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for, hey, let the sun do its job. I So yeah. I... Us pasty gingers have yeah. to kind of balance that, you know. I don't know. Face the microwave window too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. I already know that's how I'm gonna fucking die. I already <laughs> know it's gonna be skin cancer. It's not today. It's not tomorrow. But I know that's that. That's how I'm going. Um. So, what is the move right now? If you're a fucking billionaire, what do you got a bunker? Do you go to Antarctica? What's the move? Get away from everyone. Go fucking hide out. Lock the gates, man, and spray everything down with bleach water. <laughs> yeah. So, let's just get down to the juicy. Is is this a bioweapon from China? It's too early to tell, honestly, on how it was dispersed. It's, it's going to come down to, is it actually the man-made virus, like the one doctor from Harvard? Did it come from him? Did it come from someone else? Did it come from someone within China who did it? Was it us who did it? Hmm. Why is Wuhan, yeah, I get it, the wet markets. I've been to them. Dan, I don't know if you've been to them in Korea or anywhere else. You know, I've we, we've all been to them, most of us. But they've been overseas over there. So that's been around for millennia, the wet markets. That's nothing new. What is a wet yeah. market? I keep hearing it. I don't know what a wet market is. A wet market is where you can go and buy the animal right there and they slaughter it in front of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been to plenty of those places in the Middle East. You know, you go buy, buy a goat and they'll slaughter it right there for you and butcher it right in front of you. Yeah, it's, it's halal how they have to do it in uh, the Middle East. Jesus yeah. Christ. So sorry, you were saying, Nick? Hey, it's fresh food, man. Yeah, That's true. That's true. It's <laughs> fucking as fresh as it gets, man. Yeah. But so it's going to come down to where did it actually start, and is it a man-made virus, or genetically modified? If you want to get all vegan on it, um, was it done on purpose to have you know to be the nineteenth variant? Hmm. When it comes down to that, when we know the actual facts, if we even get to know the facts, where who was patient zero? Where was patient zero? They're saying Wuhan because the wet markets. Because someone ate a bat. Get the fuck out of here. With, with Ozzy ate a bat in 91, or whatever the hell it was. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's it's not because that one bat. How come the billions of other bats around the world haven't done it? Well, that's, you know? that's genetic mutation. It's It comes down to yeah. chance. If it's, 0.1%, if it's 0.01% and there are a billion bats, yeah, you're only going to have a couple that happen. Exactly. But is it going to come down to... Who, where did it start from? What actually started it? Mm. Yeah. You know? Once we find that out, and why Wuhan? 
why there? What's so strategic about Wuhan that reaches out to the rest of the world so quickly? I'm sure all of us have played that bio-virus game on your phone. You want to wipe out the world where you start, the Middle East. You start anyplace else, it probably isn't going to happen that that easily. You you want to... I forget the name of the game. If you I've seen that and download it because I'm like... Pandemic? Wipe out the world. Yeah, it's not good. Pandemic. Yeah, I, mean, I, I played that Vir- when it came out virus, eight, nine years ago. Virus Inc.? Yes. Yeah, yes. I haven't played it, but now I want to. So... <laughs> I'm not sure how it's changed now, but if you start anywhere in the Middle East or Northeastern Africa, you, from what I've played it, you know, a couple of hundred times, you're going to wipe out the world by doing it starting there. So you, you go any other place, you, you start in the U.S., it's going to get squished. You start in Canada, it's going to get squished. You start in Poland, it's going to get squished. You start in Russia, it depends where you start in Russia, it's going to flourish or get crushed. So why is Wuhan so strategic on how this started? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's a question of you know strategic location or just that's happened to be where they were studying this virus and it got out. You know what I mean? But I mean with with China, I, I could just surmise that uh, the way they keep a lid on everything, you know, they may have had that longer or, or further back than December. Sure. Right. And the more people have it, the more people are traveling, and the quieter they stay, the longer China stays quiet about it, uh, the chance for it to spread globally just, you know, it's just that much worse, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if China, let's let's say, you know, early December, let's just say, for argument's sake, early December is when they saw the first cases of it. They didn't put a stop on anything, you know, say for a week. But it's got an incubation period of two weeks. So now we're talking November is when people were contagious, Right. And so in November, people are traveling all throughout the country there. They're traveling globally. You know, I mean, it could have spread mm. like yeah. mad yeah. before anybody ever showed any signs that they had it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 14-day. Um, because incubation period is anywhere between 1 and 14 days on this thing. Yeah. That's the you most know? insidious part. You, 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 yeah. can't, you can't beat that. It's, yeah. you know. You can't. A, it's like imagine if a wildfire spread through like a 14-day delay. Like, you know. They'd be like, what do you mean? The wildfire's over there. It's like, no, th- all this could burn down already. You just don't know. And then it's just mm-hmm. going to burst into flames in the next 14 days. That's what this yeah. is. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is 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 Wuhan the epicenter? What is the strategic uh, advantage of it? Yeah. And was it yeah. was it just one of the epicenters and we only know of Wuhan? Maybe you drop it in a couple cities and it, it just got noticed in Wuhan. And by the time it spread... It's already spread to the other cities organically, so you don't know about those patient zeros. It kind of covered them up. It's like if you dropped a JDAM and dropped a nuke next to it, no one's going to know about the JDAM, you know? Well, except for the people that were standing there <laughs> at the time. All right. All right, fun police. Fucking shitting on my dick. All right. Exactly. It's fun police. You're boring right now. Yeah. No. Well, all right. I'll start stripping, man. But. Please no. Yeah. I think you did on one of our episodes, man. I think you kept taking your pants off, putting them on, or something. It was weird. And no, I put like, on. No, dude, I, I put on. No, I was cold, and I had I had gym shorts on. And I at one yeah. point I was like, I'm gonna put on sweatpants, but I forgot to like say that to Dan. So Dan's like, What are you doing? And I was like, You know, what? I'm gonna put some pants on. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, there doing the no pants dance. Yeah, really? Is that, is that what's happening? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I wonder how. Yeah. So, who who benefits from it? Because right now, I don't think... I can't pinpoint who is the benefactor. 
because the argument can be made really with anyone right now. Like they're benefiting and they're not. There, it's, it's just so much. What? It's the it's the, the the people that are younger, like your generation, well, your post ours, but you know these, these these younger millennials. It's them benefiting from it because when their parents die off, they get all their money. <laughs> so, so it's a millennial conspiracy. It's fucking. Hey, we, no, it's, it's way too deep for them to think of it. Yeah, I was gonna say no. I'm not giving credit to anyone my age. Yeah. They they, they half of them can't even start a lawnmower, probably let alone a pandemic. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. And, hey, we're doing a great job at it with spring break. Yeah. You only need to have one smart guy to do it. Yeah. It's, but uh, you know when we talk about like who benefits, we're really talking about motive. If it's an intentional release, right? Yeah. Um, and so that that brings up a lot of questions. I mean, I don't. Tommy, you and I talked about this before. I don't know that anybody benefits from releasing a biological agent. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, Ultimately, really because you, you, unless you release it in an area where you can contain the spread, so that it only impacts your intended target. Then, then I, I can see somebody using that as a weapon, right? But when it's when it's released and it's just indiscriminate and it just spreads, I, I don't see anybody intentionally doing. It. I just have a hard time thinking, you know, hey, that was intentionally released, mm. you know, for for some economic or some strategic or political gain or for some kind of military gain, you know what I mean? Um, unless you can contain it in in a, in a targeted area. Yeah. So unlike unlike chemical weapons where it's contained. Right, biological weapons like like a virus, man. I don't see how anybody benefits from it, unless you're so evil yeah. that you don't care how yeah. many of your own people you kill. Yeah, you what, know, what you have it, a yeah. goal to spread it to the world and weaken the net, you know, the global economy and everything else. I mean, it's just I know there's evil people in the world, man, but dude, that is just well, you gotta yeah, yeah. It's who's who's, who's defining benefit. We're looking at right. it from the mindset of relatively sane guys, right? What if, what if this is your manifesto? What if, the, what if your your goals are not sane, are not rational? What if you've got some vision of, uh, you know, what if you're just some nut and you're like, humanity needs calling, like it is, you know, God spoke to me in a dream, and it just so happens to be a nut that, you know, also has a PhD in bioengineering. Right. Well, there are crazy people in the world. You yeah. know, there are crazy people in the world. It it could have been somebody crazy, you know, working at the the biological research lab there in Wuhan. Yeah. You know, the, the insider threat thing. I mean, that's always a possibility, right? Yeah. Uh, thing is, we just don't know yet. Um, there was a crazy person in Southern California this week who decided to derail a train down in Ports of Los Angeles. Okay, because the the Navy but, medical but, ship pulled in there, and this guy was saying, hey. It's not really here to help people with the coronavirus, man. It's part of a government takeover. So he's like, I'm just going to run this train down there. What and the he blasted through like a concrete barrier, a steel barrier, a uh, uh, chain link fence across the parking lot, across the gravel lot and into another fence. You know, this 44-year-old conductor, and he's like, I just want people to know that this ship here is part of a government takeover. Yeah, Tommy, exactly. So there are crazy people in the world, man. See, uh, guys, today, there's... Uh, so, go ahead, Tommy. No, 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 keep talking. I got pee. Oh, you have to go pee. All right. <laughs> Welcome feminine bladder. Dude, he's got the bladder of a gnat. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I see water, I got to pee. Um, <laughs> but no, there's just a, two people arrested today here in New York somewhere up here. I I, I didn't I forget where I just saw it. 
um, arrested by state police because they were in a store coughing and saying that they had COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And doing it on purpose. They recorded themselves doing a video or whatever, Facebook Live, and they got arrested on the spot. Good. Yeah. And New York State's rolling out now. Actually, the, the snitch line, I'm calling it, is if you see people with businesses or out where they're not supposed to be, you report it. The cops will send someone over and they'll either get a ticket, get fined, or whatever. So California is doing that, and uh, the, the place where I have my house in California, the, the local PD had to put out a, a public announcement saying, hey, stop calling us because your neighbor's in their front yard. We are not going to respond to that anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? So so neighbors were freaking out like, oh, wait, you know, it's a shelter-in-place order. What are they doing outside? Uh, they're standing outside, get some fresh air so they don't go crazy and have a domestic violence incident. How about that? Um, how about you mind your own business and keep your distance? How about that? You know, the cops are like, hey, we're done responding to this stuff because it's not illegal for somebody to stand outside their house. Exactly. You know, it's just a it's just a lack of, it's just an ignorance of sorts, you know, amongst American people. I get it, you know, distance yourself from other people, but do it reasonably and don't be silly about it. You know what I mean? Don't be stupid about it. Just be sensible. It is. Like I went out, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Um my I I ran out of freaking coffee myself. So I was going by my old shop where I got furloughed. Because I asked my doctor if I should be working because my company, yeah, I'll say it publicly, my company did not provide me PPE. They did not provide gloves nor a mask. And my company makes the sneeze shields for uh, grocery stores. They make the social distancing spots that you see in grocery stores or supermarkets and other places. The vinyl high-end, like we're a print company. We print everything except for apparel. Mm. So there's the six-foot social distancing stickers that you put on the ground so you can measure out six feet, put the next one, measure it out, put the next one. Yeah. But they just got in on my old desk, which is the front desk when you walk in my shop, they just put up one of the plexiglass uh, shields there like that you see in supermarkets. One, it's a marketing thing, but I, I had to ask my doctor, should I be working? Because I have lung issues, I have prolapse in my heart, I have a plethora of other things. Should I be working? You know, Dan, I'm sure your lungs are scarred up from Iraq and other places too, from being up white line with JP8 fumes and diesel fumes from age for... Oh, yeah, burn pits and everything else, you know. Uh, being around uh, bomb sites, you know, after a car bomb went off, you know, and there's all that crap floating around the air and, you yeah. know, me, me smoking pipe tobacco for as long as I have hasn't helped either, so... Yes, you do smoke pipe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but not whole. But... <laughs> Two points for Nick. So I, I asked my doctor, should I be working? So she gave me the option to work at home or be off for two weeks. So I contact my owner, CEO, I'm like, hey, should I be working? Or what what's what do you want to do with this? I, I can work at home, I can do marketing for you, I can do designs for you, I know how to do that stuff. I'm up for it. He goes, No, it's easier just to furlough you so you make more money. That right there explains how a lot of these essential companies that are out there, the mind you, it's a print company. It's still open today. Today is April 2nd. It's still open today because they're essential to construction, which hospitals still need additions and renovations and stuff going on. So that's the only thing they can do right now is healthcare and like law enforcement construction. Anything that's vital to our infrastructure, they can still do. Yeah. Putting addition on your house, no, sorry. 
which is that that's where the snitch line comes in. Tommy, when you're off pissing again, um, New York State has uh, a website and a phone number to call if you see a business or someone that's not doing what they're supposed to be, like a business that's still open when they're not essential. Restaurants, bars are still essential. You can go here in New York, you can go into a bar, you can buy a sixer, you can buy a bottle of vodka. I mean, they're still staying open. They're thinking of small business also. So it's so I got furloughed last week, back to the whole thing, because I didn't have the right PPE. Plus for my lungs and my safety, you know, um, I'm thinking pretty serious. Yeah, I went out to Duncan. But let me tell you, I wiped that motherfucker down before I even thought about even getting it near my face. You know, I, if I go somewhere and I need to get groceries, I use my phone and I do Samsung Pay. Yeah. So I'm not touching anything. Yeah. Then it asked me to put in my PIN code. I'm like, nope, elbow, psh, credit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> People's elbow. <laughs> yeah. That's. Get you a stylist, man, and put some hand sanitizer on, and you're good to go. Or I'll grab the cashier's wrist. You push my numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Yeah, liquor stores and stuff are staying open because, you know, there's a fear that if they shut all that down, okay. we might use people from withdrawal syndromes. That That's too. That's huge. Raven you Rock know? by Garrett Graff. Plug huge. it every episode. In the nuclear bunkers, they, they have alcohol in case there's an alcoholic president, vice president, cabinet member, or senator. They have alcohol so they can wean them off. Yeah. In case and to keep people suppressed too. Yeah. Yeah. But not only that, dude, you kind of got to keep alcohol illegal right now, right? <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's, it's not just self isolation, it's also keep the fuck calm, right? Because if everyone I, flips I out, more, that's more dangerous. I drink more in the last week than I have the last six months. Yeah. Come on. I'm sure most people have, man. It's, dude, that's why I've been, that's why I've done a podcast every day. Is yeah. to just keep myself busy. Because to do a podcast, I gotta get a good night's sleep and exercise beforehand. So I got the whole thing set up where I'm just staying busy. Because if I'm not staying busy, I'm gonna start to lose my mind, and that well, is not advantageous to everyone. What do y'all you say, have Nick? Your mind, because you can't count properly. Yes, I can. What, what do you mean? Oh, that's right. This is number sixty-nine. Yeah, this is episode sixty-nine. Yeah. And you and you already posted number seventy. Yeah, I posted seventy yesterday because Nick wanted it to be sixty-nine. So. I decided to, to to hold off today. Why are you shaking? Waited to post the other one. Waited. Yeah. I know exactly, right? I didn't realize it was already up. Yeah. Guys, crack me up yet? Yeah. How? So. But by the way, uh, Dan with a uh, big sexy said, "Cut your hair, you fucking hippie." Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, he's just jealous because. You know, he got stuck in a stop loss, man, and uh, can't oh, join it. Dude, that shit was funny, right? I'm like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? There's something going on. Why are they stopping you? So our buddy, Big Sexy, was giving his name at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a chief math sergeant. He's about to retire in July. And he's a chief? Do you make chief or is he? St- yeah. No, he's a senior. No, he's a chief. Is he? Yeah. I thought, a... I thought he didn't make chief. No, he's a chief. Shout well, out, Big Sexy. Then, dude, he should just stay for thirty, anyways, man. Well, he's. Probably gonna know. What's the benefit of thirty over twenty? Seventy-five percent of your base pay the rest of your life. When what is twenty? Fifty. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and he's at twenty-five, give or take. Oh. Yeah, twenty-four, twenty-five, somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm at. If I was still, I'd be at nineteen right now. 
Yeah, he came, he came in a year or two behind me, and I walked out the door at 26 and a half years. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so, he was, he had his paperwork all set up, Tommy. He's all set to go. Like, he sent us a text message, hey, I'm going to retire in July. You want to come down to my retirement in Tampa in July? We're like, no. It's fucking Tampa in July. Like, look at us. We're fat. We're bearded. We exercise is us getting a fucking beer from the fridge and running our mouths. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, how about what? that? Yeah. So then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm stop lost. I, I can't retire if I try to. Like, yeah. why? Like, what the hell is going on? You know, that was my first question. It was like, you're a chief. Past 20 years, about to put in your paperwork and you have a date. Why are they stopping you? What's going on? This was what, January, Dan? Yeah. Oh. Yep. And now, yeah. Now well, so the, the, the justification that I heard, and, and I haven't vetted this, but I did get it from a source who has reported accurately in the past, <laughs> <laughs> that um, he actually had a, a service commitment for the assignment that he's on. And his career field wouldn't let him go until he fulfills that that service commitment. So, Tommy, for, for folks that don't understand what that means, it means if uh, if the Air Force or the, the military in general wants to reassign you to another base, a lot of times it comes with, with strings attached. And those strings are like, look, you have to stay on for another two or three years for us to move you into this job, right, or to get this promotion. You know what I mean? You need to give us this time back. And so I think that the time frame he was looking to retire in was under that, and his career field manager wouldn't give him a waiver. Well, now uh, I don't see him giving anybody waivers until he sort this out because the DOD just came up on comms and says, hey, we're looking to recall a million service members, one million. What? When did they say that? It happened last week. And people are already getting emails through, uh, you know, the, the reserves, at least in the Air Force side, uh, asking for voluntary recalls right now to come back and work in the medical community. So I actually started lobbying. I'm like, hey, I know that there's a lot of first sergeants out there in the Air Force who came out of the medical community who are going to have to go back to that to help fight the COVID, which means there's going to be vacancies in the first sergeant realm. I go, I was a first sergeant for eight years, dude. I'll come back for two more years, yeah. you know, and fill that void until it all sells. Because I look at it this way, right? That would give me another 5% of my retirement pay at the end of that two years. Yeah. You know? So heck yeah, why not do it, right? Yeah, why, um, why not? Yeah. But, but I haven't gotten anything back because I think what they did is they went to the VA and go, hey, what's this guy's disability rating? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to take him. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have zero fucks. <laughs> Grant, I would go back in a second, not even lying, Tommy. I'll go back in a second and do it. You know, yeah. whether it was me being a mechanic again, yeah, it was fun at times, but you know, I'll go back and do it. I'll go back and fly. I got medically disqualified from flying, so I'll never fly again, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But because I took methotrexate, that's why. That's why I got medically disqualified, which is for RA. Yeah. That's and I took that, they're like, <laughs> disqualified forever yeah why is that i'm like you fucking told me to take it they're like yeah but we forgot to tell you you'll be disqualified forever why is that yeah. let's not have an alternative yeah you know whatever with with with, met, with methotrexate it's really harsh in your liver and kidneys which already have kidney issues um and it causes different types of psychosis so when I retired, moved back here in New York, and started using the VA stuff, 
I, I was sitting beside myself. I felt like I was sitting next to me. Association. It, it, it was my ex-wife's like, what's the matter with you? I'm like, yeah, screw these drugs. I'm not taking them anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah, but anywho, um, like I said, I'll, I'll go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. How, how has all of this affected, do you think, military operations overseas? Because that stuff can never stop. But at the same time, it's like, it's like everyone's quarantined. It's almost like. So Dan, were you stationed in England? You're at the Heath, weren't you? Uh, I was at Le- uh, Milton Hall. Milton yeah. Hall. So over at the Heath, you know that you know no nukes, all that shit. So Tommy, at at, all right, at one of the bases in England, certified to have nukes. There was protests Thursday, Friday, Saturday, almost every week. I was there from '02 to '04. This one lady, she had TB. She had everything, and she would spit on. SP, security police, security forces. Yeah, exactly. And everyone knew who she was. They see her, they would freaking beanbag her, take her away, and do it again the next week. So at base I was at, they're pretty good on being able to self-contain, honestly, because it's a nuclear base, or it used to be. So everything's already heightened. Heightened security, everything's already pretty, pretty tight. So they're pretty good, but you have a lot of people that live off base in the communities. Yes. That's where you that's where you bring it on to base, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. The the places where I think it's a little tighter is probably your deployed locations, you know, places in Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, Africa, Jordan, you know, wherever. Um, where you don't have family members there, you're in a combat environment, you know, so it's easier to self contain. And, and distance yourself. Where you have problems in those countries is we have to work with host nation partners and you know third country nationals coming on doing work uh, who can be potential sources to bring that that virus in. Um, so if you're looking at a place like say, you know uh, Iraq, we're, we're up in Balad. Maybe you got like you know three thousand people assigned there working. I don't know what the numbers are these days, but let's just use that for argument's sake. And uh, you got one third country national that comes in to pump out the the outhouses, right, and start spreading it. I mean, those three thousand people can go down quick, yeah, very quickly. But if they stop all of that kind of services, if they stop those services, right, and prevent those people from coming on, they can continue operations as long as they need to, with relatively being isolated from this this virus. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, we saw we saw the military take on a lot of decontamination rules with the Ebola breakout in Africa. Uh, we saw them do it with uh, aircraft coming from areas where the Zika virus, you know, was was an issue. Uh, so I worked at uh, I worked at headquarters for Air Mobility Command for a while uh, when that was happening. And so all of our aircraft that were coming back from areas that had you know the Zika issue with uh, mosquitoes and everything. Before that air crew could leave the tarmac, once that plane landed, they had to de- decontaminate the entire plane and all the personnel. So they had ways to do that. Um, I don't think all our civilian carriers are doing things to that extent, but the military is really good about that kind of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. we, uh, we work and, and train for biological and um, chemical environments all the time. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah new NBC training. Yeah. Um, so now with that tommy the the actual numbers 
if they're smart, which they already fucked up once, and I've made some comments to people, like, uh, which aircraft carrier right now has the 5,000 people on it, and they have, like, 20 or 80 people sick with it. You don't give out those numbers. You don't say aircraft carriers yeah. down because people have coronavirus. Yeah, you, don't, you don't say that. No. You keep poker face. But they have. They just did it yesterday and day before. Yeah. I think the, the Roosevelt has... stupid as shit. Yeah. You don't say that, that it's down. I'm not even military, and I know that you keep a poker yeah. face. Like... Yeah, it's psyops too, you know. Like, yeah, I keep it quiet. Or do you put it out there so people will now try to attack a little bit more, so you know who may be behind it? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Throw out some false numbers, see if they start prodding. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. So, how do you think in the future that this is gonna? Do you think we're gonna have? Let's look at all the effects of nine eleven. What what lingering effects are we gonna see aside from like the memes? With education. Education is going to prove that not only higher institutions, colleges, universities, doctorate level stuff, but also high school and grade schools can do it at home. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a this has been a show for a lot of that. I mean, my best friend growing up as a principal or the superintendent of my hometown school. He just put out a video, really, really cool, you know, him and all the teachers saying thank you for, you know, doing your work at home. We're still here for you. You need anything, reach out to us, so on and so forth. It was a great video, you know. And, but kids are still doing their homework. Kids still have their homework to do. Yeah, it's harder on the parents, the ones that are essential, still going to work. But this is proving that they don't have to physically be in school to learn. Well, unless in L.A. County where 15,000 students have failed to report in on their blackboard. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, 15,000 students in L.A. County uh, have not reported in for school, you know, via the Internet. So that's becoming an issue for them. But I I do agree with you, Nick, that uh, things like distance learning, uh, telecommuting, I mean, that's going to be a new way of, of, of really conducting commerce and stuff, right? Think about it. If you're a business that can allow your folks to work from home, you can reduce your overhead costs of having brick and mortar buildings for them to work in. You know, efficiency can increase. They just have to learn new collaboration tools. You know, uh, Zoom is one of those companies whose stock is like going through the market, you know, going through the roof right now. Shout out Zoom. Used it yesterday for the first time. Because everybody is, is going to those types of, of collaboration tools to get work done. Um, literally, while, while we've been sitting here doing this cast, uh, I, I'd been in touch with a buddy of mine in California. We're, we're working on some things. And uh, he works for the school district. And I had to bail out on a call with him earlier today because he got called into a Zoom meeting to discuss stuff for the school district. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, this, and this is a, a school district who has never done that kind of stuff, yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's going to open up some new markets and some new ways of thinking about about conducting business, um, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it homeschooling may be the become the new norm. It could. I mean, dude, I'm in online graphic design courses and it happened since August. If you just looked at it from my point of view, you wouldn't even know coronavirus happened because it hasn't missed. It literally has not missed a beat, aside from yeah. the occasional like message from like the you know professor, just like, hey, everyone, stay safe. You know, it's just you haven't you haven't missed a beat, and uh, if you have, but you know, school, school districts that don't have 
uh, things like that, backup systems in place like that. Like where my brother is a school teacher. Yeah. I, don't, I know you did a cast with him recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he was contacted the other day by you know his, his boss, district or whatever, saying, hey, uh, we need to know how you're staying in touch with students while they're, they're at home right now. But the school district hasn't given the teachers any kind of tool sets to be able to reach out to them. So there's no expect, there's, there's no set standard for them. So my brother's going, hey, do we need to call the students every day? Do I need to email them? Like, what, what do you want me to do? You don't even have like a Blackboard or something set up where the, the kids can connect online and we can do a class while they're at home, you know? So some schools are doing that great. Others in rural areas, Tennessee, yeah. right? Some, some of these areas don't have that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, I don't know, man. I mean, we definitely it's, need to change the way we're doing stuff. Huh? It's hard. It's difficult. Yeah. You know, in, in hospitals. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime in hospitals. I'm not, I'm absolutely not going to bash most of my, I can't say quite a bit of my family's in healthcare or some sort, or they have been. Like my aunt has worked, shit, was she 82 now? 81? And she just retired like five years ago for like the fourth time retiring like she's she's ill right now you know and it's shitty but mm. she worked non-stop you know so I'm, I'm not gonna bash on it a little bit same as us in the military and anything you've done Tommy you sit around in a classroom you're waiting for your professor to show up you know back when you're in school what'd you do you played fucking grab ass and joked around and goofed around a lot yeah. as we do in the military and we do right now we're having serious talks and having you know fun yeah. talks Around the hospital, when there's stuff not going on, same thing goes on. So this is going to be an increase in security and the way way hospitals operate, same as after the Spanish flu in 1918. Mm-hmm. Same as, you know, a lot of our medical comes from triage that we do in the military and what the doctors have learned and R&D and developing new stuff. Same thing is going to happen with our healthcare system. This is showing that our healthcare system here in the U.S., is sucks Hmm. it's a lot better than a lot of other countries don't get me wrong but it sucks yeah i think it's highlighting the fact that we're ill-equipped to deal with the pandemic it goes back to hey hold a penny hold a thousand pennies thing right um yeah i think there's gonna be some major lessons learned out of this this pandemic to where our country is going to be in a much better position six months a year from now you know, to be able to to tackle and deal with these issues so long as our country doesn't get that same institutional amnesia that they got after 9-11. You know, after 9-11, our country is rallying around our our military and our government is like, yeah, go get these terrorists and stuff like that. And then, you know, a year or two later, like uh, 9-11, what was that? You know, some people are like, what was that? Why are we still involved in the Middle East? You know, what are we doing over there? Yeah. as long as our country learns its lessons from this and prepares for a secondary outbreak, you know, that's being taught, the, the idea that's being tossed around right now on the Beltway that, hey, this fall we could see a resurgence of this and it could be worse. That's you know, the thing. Maybe better prepared. Huh? That people that have had it and they're recovered, they've gotten it again. Yeah. 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 I, so, I mean, I, I think that uh, we'll be way better prepared. But what's the cost going to be for not being prepared this time? Well, it's going to yeah. be great. I mean, I think it was Nick that might have been you. One of you guys said it. But it's like um, uh, safety guidelines are written in blood, and it's like it's there's okay. there's truth to that. So it's. Do you think we're going to start seeing like strategic stockpiling? 
like, hey, we gotta just have somewhere. You gotta take one of the million bunkers we got. Hey, one of them, we just, you gotta just have like a hundred million ventilators, or you know, it might not be ventilators next time, but are just some of the basic healthcare things, you know, that it might be. I don't know what it would be. Disinfected. So, so, so I, th- I think I think there's a balance there, right? So, yes, we need to have a surplus to surge. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, our supply chain in manufacturing needs to be done at home, so that we can make a quicker shift to produce the PPE and medications and everything else we need here locally, and not have to rely on the Chinese or anybody else to provide that. That's to why. Us. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Is, yeah. is- keeping yeah. a stockpile yeah. in the u.s i don't mean keeping a stockpile on back order i mean like well, well no, gotta... no no what, what i'm saying is yeah we, you you should have a stockpile to be able to surge for a, a a set amount of time whether that's 30 60 or 90 days whatever it takes to get the production and supply oh, chain okay. running that's the 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 surplus that we should have on hand um it, it goes back to the same type of contingency planning that nick and i have been involved in for years in the military i mean you do that we have wrm you know war readiness materials that are staged so if, if we've got to go conduct war we can do it for a set amount of time to allow the supply chain to start catching up and resupply us so we have that stuff stored strategically placed around the world that's ready access to us at any given time i know you were probably nick a uh, custodian for some of that stuff just like i was in the past yeah. where you know, we're going in every quarter in inventory and everything. And if there's anything expired, okay, then reorder, resupply, you know, make sure those kits are ready to go. So if the next war kicks off, we, we can we can surge and make it happen. Um, I think that's a smart thing to do with food supplies, with medical supplies, you know, with water supplies, you know, with petroleum, you know, products and stuff like that, you know, oil, gasoline, all that kind of thing. That's why we have an oil reserve in the country. So if the world shut us off, we can keep keep the engine engines running but um because we've seen such a rush on all its medical stuff and the concerns with people hoarding you know ppe and stuff like that those who saw this coming went and gathered all that stuff up ahead of time got it um you know uh it's it's it goes back to what that what the the parable of the ant and the grasshopper right the ant all year long is working to make provisions for the winter and the grasshopper is just living his life. And when winter comes around, he has no food. He's like, Hey, ant, will you help, you know, give me some food. And they're like, you haven't done anything to prepare. Go, go pound sand and, you know, yeah. grasshopper dies. Yeah. So we need to be like the ants, man. Yeah. We need to be like the ants. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? But JP is going to try to punch on. Oh, he is? Yeah. Here, I'll add him. Um, yeah. Do you think that we're going to see like a jump in, um, fucking, What's his hey? What's his username? I don't know. Tell him to ask. Do you think we're gonna see a jump in like nuclear power? Why worry about oil reserves and oil refineries when we can just, you know, start constructing them now? You did. Well, there's all kinds of different alternatives for power. You've got hydroelectric. You've got wave driven. You've got wind turbines. You got solar. You got coal. You got oil. You know, you got nuclear. I mean, there's. The, the thing we got to do in this country is get past some of the environmental restrictions to make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need think... to cut through some of that red tape. Which coronavirus did. Yeah. Right. I mean, dude, but nuclear energy, I mean, the guy I had on the other day that worked at a nuclear, was a nuclear reactor uh, or a nuclear power plant hey, operator. Hey, baby. Uh, Holy Akbar, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was doing fucking uh, lawn work, dude. Tommy, you never told me to confirm for today, man. I would have been here. I did too. I will pull up the text. You never responded. So you're doing it next Friday as well. I'm trying to... Um, but yeah, the guy I had... Hey, Dan, do you know JP? Nope. All right, well, very rude of you. Tommy, man, Tommy you, and Dan, how you doing? JP nice introduced you. me to Nick. Nick introduced me to you. So, so, so it all started with JP. Yeah, yeah. there's one big incestuous gangbang. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Dan, JP was one of my MCs for flying. They're mission intelligence coordinators. <laughs> well, they changed their name to Mix. Yes, we call them I Mix. Wasn't, I wasn't a Mick. Uh, hey, I was a SO. Yeah. You were you were MC for me numerous times. No, I was never. I never sat MC. Mm -mm. I thought you did. Uh, I was an intelligence analyst after that, but uh, never. Oh, 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 that's right. You went from the the one to one to one and all, right? No, I was still one on one. I still did uh, imagery intelligence, and that's all I've been doing ever since I I left Canon. So. Oh no so, shit! Nick, yeah. Nick and I were uh, interrogators together. Oh nice, nice. Until, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, time, I'm man. pretty cool. Missed those days. I'm pretty cool. Yeah. I'm pretty cool too. <laughs> Tommy's just bringing us all together. That flag's yeah, pretty cool, right behind yeah, you, bro. Thanks, but, bud. Oh yeah, you yeah. haven't been on in a while. Yeah, I, I cleaned up my uh, cleaned up my. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. We're talking about we you're set up. Yeah, we're talking about nuclear energy after coronavirus. Dude, the guy I had on the other day that was a nuclear power plant operator said I forget what the what the number was, but let's just say a gigawatt. It was to have a gigawatt of energy from a coal-fired power plant, you need 80 train cars of coal per day. To have that same power produced by a nuclear power plant, you need half a half a train car of uranium per year. It's it's not comparable. It's not. Mm. It, it's yeah. okay. So with that, there's the waste. JP, were you still in New Mexico in twenty? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, no, I left at. Uh, I'm gonna I left go get in, like some, the I'm beginning of 2011. But I know exactly what you're talking about with uh, Carlsbad Caverns. Yeah. So then, <laughs> Caverns is south of Roswell, and it's a storage facility for nuclear depleted waste and what they're supposed to do is, is encase in 50 gallon drums to print depleted uh radioactive materials and inorganic kitty litter so man-made kitty litter all right they'll keep it from still being able to produce uh fusion or fission or expel off of uh uh molecules so Someone messed Did they up. Lead line those cans. Uh, no. Mm. But it's just packed full of kitty litter, miles down in the ground, packed full of God knows what else, right? Until they find a feasible way to properly dispose of it or reuse it. So I'm all for nuclear power. I'm not bashing it. I'm all for any types of power that's clean because nuclear is way cleaner than coal or anything else that's burning. So or combustion. So they used organic kitty litter by accident. By doing that, the molecules from the radioactive material actually started to fuse together and made a ginormous explosion, nuclear explosion underground, and the cloud blew or blew up and left Carlsbad Caverns, made a northwest street towards like uh the large array or the sandia mountains 
and then peeked back and went right over Canyon Air Force Base, New Mexico. <laughs> and then the rest of the United States. It's like, we didn't hear anything about it until probably about two weeks after the fact. Cannon did nothing about it. Uh, I reached out to the wing commander who I worked for. I'm like, hey, you guys going to do anything about this? He's like, what are you talking about? He didn't even know about it. Well, obviously he wasn't read into that program, right? <laughs> it, was, it was on the fucking news that it exploded. It was all over the news. Like, how, how are we going to contain this? What's the fallout of it? What's going on with it? There was See, nothing I, done. I had no idea that it, like, that whole thing transpired. Like, it exploded and stuff. All I remember seeing is some dude from the, the Weather Operations Center. He was pulling it up and just showing me, like, the cloud of like nuclear radiation. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah, right, it was right over Canaan. It was like, oh, man. Actually, Portales and Canaan. What mm -hmm. the fuck did I. So I wonder if those people are going to be uh, immune to the COVID 19, but, uh, you know, their spawn are going to have web feet and gills. We'll see. Actually, uh, I did go through the risk, which is like SEAL Team 6 of the VA for my lungs and blood and all that down in New Jersey. And I brought this up. They did the research. They're like, uh, there's no known fallout from it. And if those molecules hit you, you would know it. You would have had cancer by now. Sounds <laughs> good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Then um, I guess I'm good. But that's what Harley died shortly after that, about a year after that, JP. My dog. Yeah. Died. Yeah, man. Your dog was cool as shit. Yeah. <laughs> after growing a third ball on his chin, huh? Actually, it's on his chest. He had a big old growth on his chest. Kind of fucked up, Dan. <laughs> I couldn't remember what he told me that growth was. I just thought you said it was his chin. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Is it too soon? Still too soon? No, no, it's, it's all right. <clears throat> too soon. Ball chinian. JP, what's going on, man? How the fuck you been? I've been, dude. Just uh, you know, I'm still working. Um, my Squadron commander refuses to close down the building. Where's this at? You don't mind me asking. At Langley Air Force Base. So we haven't had any confirmed uh, COVID-19 infections on base yet. However, it's a joint base with Fort Eustis. And Fort Eustis, they've had two deaths already. So a lot of us are thinking, yo, it's in the community. We should probably take precautions. And the only precautions that they've taken is optical precautions like they have one entry point into the building they have us you know wipe down our hands and i work 24 7 ops i'm currently on a night shift so you know come six o'clock when the normal work day is gone no one gives a shit anymore so <laughs> jesus and they're, they're like they're hounding everybody to wash their hands like yeah what are you gonna do when people come here at night and they don't give a shit like they've got one confirmed case of fort campbell kentucky as well so my son is uh, stationed there with uh, fifth group and uh apparently they're waiting on results from 200 more suspected cases out of there wow jesus yeah, yeah it, it essentially doubles like every 48 hours the uh yeah. containment so yeah. uh, are you still flying jp no i'm not flying i'm just doing one-on-one -on -one shit man right. um, yeah. are, are they are they like sanitizing gcs's and i'm sure they are after you know the sortie's done but are they doing it between shifts 
Well, we're not, we're not like, it's not like it was at a cannon where the oh, yeah, intel group was right there. We're all, it's just one big intelligence ops floor and it's all a bunch of like, you know, computer desks and workstations. And no, they're not doing shit. Um, so we're all, we're all just sitting here like, and then they told us the other day, yo, we, we can't wear, you know, face masks to cover ourselves, you know? Um, yeah, within two, within a twenty four hour period, they told us, "Hey, you can't wear face masks. Also, you you must be, uh, you know, it's like mandatory that you have to be washing your hands." Like, so it's kind of like self defeating because in my head, I'm thinking, "Well, if you're telling us that we all need to be washing our hands, that means people aren't fucking doing it, which means that we should probably be wearing face masks." So, I don't, I don't so are, are you still like kind of the same Intel setup where your the screeners are all together? Yeah, mm -hmm. doing that, or are you yeah. guys faced apart? No, no, we're we're pretty close together, so yeah. Okay, Dan. So for, I mean, JP, it's been five years for me. So, the way it's set up is that they have one screener, staring at the screen for X amount of time, calling out the stuff that he or she sees or shims or whatever the fuck that you guys do now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the person next to him is writing the stuff down. Another person's doing Merc, Merc chats, instant messaging. Yep. Um, but you're sitting around top of each other, staring at a screen. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So even wearing a mask, JP, even if you have an N95 mask on, or you have your uh, your sapper helmet that's pressurized air, or even Mop 4, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I know. If you're that close, you're going to be that close. Yep. So. There's really nothing that we can do. Uh, I mean, really, what they should do is close down the building and hand off operations somewhere else but they're not going to do that so to who i mean I, don't yeah exactly I mean, it's no and i, 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 I get it like right now anyways on this forum yeah exactly yeah. dumb question i mean i welcome to state secret cast <laughs> you know it's it's unprecedented but i mean i feel like there's different avenues you know like there's a chinaman uh, listening in right now like keep going come on yeah like yeah Dude, have you seen some of that shit about the, the Chinese people like buying up all the N95 masks here in in like uh, the states and stuff, and like flaunting it on Twitter and shit? Yeah, it's like yeah. the new flex. Uh, I, I fucking love Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> so JP, why don't we just? I mean, maybe a little brash here, but at what point do we just drop a hydrogen bomb on Wuhan? Uh, shit. <laughs> Tommy just got radical. Fucking faster for me, dude. Yeah. You know, like we should have done it by now, honestly. Like, I, 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 me and Nick are friends on Facebook, so I see a lot of stuff that he he's posting, and I'm I'm right in that ballpark with you, Nick. I think this was. I I, I can't oh. prove it, you know, and I might be wrong. Fuck but that. We don't need. I, we don't I think need it facts. Was, I think it was on purpose. It yeah. Was really we don't need purpose. facts, man. This is my yeah. podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. It was a Chinese bioweb. Hey, man. Dale thinks it was. Dale's in Delta. Dale's in the CIA, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah man, I, it doesn't surprise me at all." He's like, "That's what I think it is." So, I mean, yeah, dude, it's um, but we we're talking about that. No one, no one is apparent. It's not apparent yet who is benefiting. You could argue that China did it, did it, and it's know that their their benefit isn't isn't apparent, isn't uh, glowing. But what it could be is, hey, if if we can't win the trade war, no one can. And well, you, their trade's going to ramp back up too as soon as this is you know dead and gone. So they're going to be yeah. they're going to be in the they're going to be in the clear because I mean they they manufacture most of like the medical 
you know, uh, equipment and uh, medicines and whatnot in the world, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, once this once this finishes up and runs it runs its course, you know, all the other countries, like, I mean, fuck, look at Italy right now. They are hurting. And uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, we're about two weeks behind Italy. And once China, you know, gets over the hump, so to speak, they're going to be ramping back up production. And then look at, they're going to be coming back to save everybody from the shit that they fucking caused. So, yeah, it's a, it, that's one thing I've thought is like, what better way to, what better way to improve global image of your country that everyone writes off as, as what it is, a goddamn mm-hmm. totalitarian cyber dictatorship. What better way to, to improve, you know, good PR, release the disease and then, here we are with our ships full of N95 masks for everyone, right? Yeah, yeah, that they're rubbing their feet on and coughing on. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's some, like, abusive, <laughs> it's, like, some abusive spouse shit, like, that's, but that's what they're doing. <clears throat> so, do you think that there is going to be any change in any supply chains? Do you think it, do you think anyone in the world is going to be like, uh-uh, we, we can't be dependent? Hi, kitty. Do you think for anyone's going to be like, we can't be dependent on, uh, you can't be dependent on China anymore, or do you think it's going to be, as soon as life returns to normal, it's just going to be back, like, boom, head in the sand. Like, everything's normal. Like, everything's well, I'll, t- good I'll tell you, I don't, I don't care about any other country at this point. I, I care about us not being on de- dependent on China for any of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in that boat. About yeah. Else. Yeah. Like, at what point are we going to ramp up everything to where we are self-sufficient? That if at any point we could close every every border and you know yeah commerce would grind to a halt but we wouldn't be wanting or needing from other countries i fucking i hate dependency in any form because it's it's inst it's instantaneous victimhood like okay so with with us we kind of talk conspiracies a little bit on stuff that we know and we've experienced what if this is all done on purpose yeah that's what we're on Trump is a really, really smart businessman. He's been bankrupt how many times and he keeps bounces back. What if this is to bring everything back home? Are you saying like Trump had a hand in this? Yeah. Like what if? What if it's a U.S. weapon? Yeah. Or Obama or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a U- yeah, U.S. Or the Soros, all those douchebags. You know? It could very what well if be this U.S. this is to bring everything back home, yeah, it's going to wipe out some people. Yeah, it sucks, Dan, as you said, you know, wiping our own people and putting the blame on people fucking bets, you know, to this actually making our country huge and great, even better than it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey man, in uh, Hiroshima... I'm not not trying to put it on Trump, I'm saying what, you know... No, sure, could it be on the U.S., the U.S. as a whole? Yeah. Cuomo's doing all his bullshit. Yeah, no, Fredo's gonna run for president, so... Cuomo with his fucking nipple piercings. You guys see that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to slip it somewhere in there, JP. I've been trying for like an hour and a half. <laughs> but, hey, man, I don't want you to feel like you need to try to slip that stuff in here. On this podcast, you can just out and say it. Be like, anyway, so Cuomo's got nipple piercings. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. There's, there's no segue. No, I've heard of it, but it's kind of funny because it makes me think of Trump's tweet years and years ago for that uh, congressman was wearing a blue shirt and his nipples were coming through and he was doing he was given this was way before trump was president and it barney it was barney frank and trump tweeted back when it was just he was just trump he tweeted he was like 
Barney Frank talking to the Senate today. Nipples protruding. Very disrespectful. It's, it's, it's my favorite Trump tweet of all time. It just, it's Barney Frank testifying today. Dash, nipples protruding. Dash, very disrespectful. You guys cracked me up, man. Yeah, dude. It's, uh... uh we're... What? Looking forward to... There it is. See it? Jesus, man. <laughs> right? Jesus. So... <laughs> so... God damn, man. God damn. Dan, Dan's gonna fucking piss himself. God damn, man. It, uh, that's you know, it. That, no, I, I think I do need to go uh, relieve myself. I'll be right back. As I just did. I don't know yeah. if I'm passing another kidney stone or what, but I'm pissing a lot of blood. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Dan's like, hmm, gotta listen now. Yeah. No, I, I like, like curiosity, but now you've got my attention. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I've passed over 35 kidney stones. Do you keep them? I, I name them. Do you, you, do you thread some string through them? Or are you going to make a put necklace? Put them in a bottle, put some No, I was going to uh, say, put them in I, a necklace, like a headhunter necklace. I sent them to my enemies, but like, hey, I hope you get these. <laughs> Did you ultimate no. flex, just grind them up and snort them. <laughs> my, my dick bullets, that's yeah. fucked up. My dick bullets, yeah. Cock crystals. Uh, oh, a couple days ago, my, my both sides were hurt. I, I slept wrong on the couch, and yeah, it happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. stop me. Jesus Christ, dude! That guy's actually got it's it. What was he? What's that picture from? Where is he? He was briefing his daily brief that he does. Okay, so it's there's no winning for him. So it's either he has nipple piercings or he's just really turned on at the coronavirus briefings. But on both sides, when he's walking, see him clear as day. You know. Oh, they're actually rings. Cause that picture, yeah, I, that picture, I get that picture. I could argue is just maybe it's just gold. Scott, no, go. Google Cuomo nipple rings. I'm really, all, I'm really all right. Um, do it, man. <laughs> do it now. Do it now, bro. All the guys are doing it. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah dude. But it's, yeah, there's really no winning with that. So it's either he's got nipple rings or it's you're turned on at COVID <laughs> conferences. Yeah. It's one or the other. Check out Dan CPAP. Is that what that is? I thought it was a penis pump. It's Dan. He, he, he doesn't need one that big. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. But Dan and I have been bringing that up since like January, not the penis pump. The coronavirus. Could it be a bioweapon? And who's, yeah. whose is it? Could it be ours? Because if, if our conclusion yeah. is it's China, well, then that, that would be a successful intel operation by the U.S. to make you think it was someone else. So if it's the apparent, if the surface level clues point to it being China, well, then I imagine it would probably be something deeper than that because they're not, right? Or am I giving yeah. the intel? Yeah, so could it be U.S.? Bring everyone home. Get the entire world on board with fuck China, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's... Or, or our last conversation where I said Chinese, you know, attacking our economy, but they also want to take out their elderly people that are living off the government. Yeah. They also hate Muslims. They do. And and huge population. Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest one, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah there's the the rift or, or the uh, camps over in China where they put the Muslims and beat the brakes off them, so yeah. they're not Muslims anymore. Yeah, you know. So how how do you eradicate it from around the world? Yeah. You no, know? who knows? The, the, 
which time will tell maybe the crazy thing about like bioengineering and genetics is like you can go so in depth with it now you can go in and find genes that only people of certain races have but it might not even be apparent like their pigment it could just be something that is like uh like a deleterious gene like it doesn't matter that we don't use it but the idea is like there could now be there could now be master race megalomaniacs that could engineer bioweapons that only take out people of a certain race so yeah so but this doesn't seem to be doing that so is it just is it see at the end of contagion they show how it starts (laughs) it's literally a bat eating something and it falls it's and then it goes into this building and it's upside down feeding and it, it drops some of its food and it falls and it just happens to be in like a livestock pen and drops it onto a pig oh, it's yeah, literally pig. that's how it starts with a bat so jp have you seen contagion dude i literally just watched it like two fucking nights yeah ago. i watched it i watched it last <laughs> night man it's the number one it's the number one rented movie right now on youtube so, but yeah. dude how fucking they they goddamn predicted it Mm-hmm. It's yeah. maybe they didn't predict it. Maybe that was just that's what a pandemic would be, and they, I don't know. Oh, or are they doing this thing? It came from a bat, so people didn't understand it. Do what? Saying that this the coronavirus came from a person eating a bat in Wuhan, oh. so we understand it because it's been in the movies. No, that's stupid. And it's feasible, really. <laughs> You're saying like it's a psyop thing. Social yeah. conditioning, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, have any of you guys seen Arrival? I mean, if you really want to go down the conspiracy theory, <laughs> well, well, you could say that this was all designed to create more interest in the movie Contagion, you know, so they can sell more subscriptions long, on Netflix and stuff. Just say. Ta- hardcore guerrilla marketing. Tiger King. Tiger King owns Netflix right now, okay? It's all, it's all guerrilla advertising operation. You had to bring up Tiger King, so I'm staying with my son my, right now. My, uh, my my wife and everybody they're they're all watching it last my night. My parents are watching it. They're obsessed with it. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a freaking train wreck, man. I mean, it's like, like you the, don't want to watch it, but you can't stop. Is it like the train wreck in California? JP, did you hear about this, Dan? Tell me about <laughs> yeah. the fucking train. Hey JP, so yeah, so uh, this this guy, this this conductor down in Ports of Los Angeles on a train, decided that he was going to derail the train to make a statement that the U.S. Navy ship there, that's there, the medical ship that's there for help, is really there as part of a government takeover, right? So this guy goes full throttle, derails the train, smashes through a concrete barrier, steel barrier, a fence, a, a, a parking lot, a gravel lot, and another fence just to make the statement that you know it's a government takeover they're not really here to help with the COVID 19 you know what i mean it was all over the news this morning on fox news is great because how the uh, fuck is that making a state i'm sorry not to cut you off how the yeah. fuck is that making a statement against you could have just made a God. tweet man uh, hey think about sorry. it though, right the guy got the, the attention of the media hey we're so talking it's about like it. i made my statement yeah so yeah being brought up on charges for that you know he, he basically confessed he did it intentionally to two different law enforcement agencies. So he's like, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wow. certainly, certainly wasn't a fucking accident. Oh, yeah. man. At, at what point are you like halfway through the derailing and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this. So he had to still think it through and be like, do I stick with my story or do I just go with negligence? 
how do you survive a derailing that you caused that takes 250 yards for the train to stop moving? Yeah, who's that guy? We need to be 45 miles an hour, went through the end of the tracks, yeah. and kept on ghost riding that son of a bitch. <laughs> Like I'll be fucking hammering the horn, but yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, you, but you got to think though. So he had this wasn't like a car crash where it was an over. Hey, so, this so thing when got... I was stationed right, at, yeah, in okay. LA, when I was stationed down there with the Air Force, I lived on Fort MacArthur, and the base housing there overlooks Ports of Los Angeles. And so I was having flashbacks of that today. You know, when I was reading that news report, I'm like, man, I, I could see those tracks from, from the house I used to live in. I'm like, if I was there now, not working, I'd be out there barbecuing and like watching all that mayhem take place you know they're like filming it you know what i mean so but the other thing so this this didn't just happen this was this was it takes a while for a train to stop so you gotta think 250 yards yeah so this guy had a lot of time to think wait should i just should i should i just say negligence should i just go with negligence and just get fired no he's stuck with it this all happened fucking finished probably bruised his eyebrow on the front and was like I'm sticking with it. Like it just, he's like, I'm making my. He's like, okay, I could be fired or go to jail, and he's like, fuck, I wish I hit sixty miles an hour instead of forty-four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So, um, I wrote this down earlier. Do you think that if uh, if it keeps keeps getting worse, do you think that uh, truck con? Do you think that semi trucks will just start putting them in convoys, make them military convoys, just throw some Hummers in the front? You guys all I don't know, know man, because I, I don't think we're going to see Americans no. like set roadblocks and jack and semi-trucks. Dale said he would do. <laughs> well, of course, but that's Dale, and, 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 and if it came down to it, I'm sure we'd be helping Dale. Yeah. You know? no. Oh, no, 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 if it comes down to it, yeah, no, we're all meeting up. We got Dale. He, Dale said some of his that. Delta buddies would help, so no, we got a, we got a team. I mean, I mean, there's a certain strategy in that, but at the same time, I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see that. From what I've seen traveling from California out to the Midwest, you know, over the last couple of weeks and being out here, I've actually seen Americans rally more to support each other mm. than I have to become violent. You know what I mean? Um, and if you look like places like Chicago, where the homicide rates drop 70% in one week, right? Yeah. Because because everybody's staying home and chilling out and stuff. It's yeah. like, well, wait a minute, man. I mean, I think I think I'm starting to have some renewed hope in the American. Sure. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, there, um, there can be a beautiful silver lining in like I, like I, may, I like to make all the apocalyptic memes because it's you know it's funny, but there can absolutely be a silver lining. In this I don't entirely know what it is. At the very least, there's an undeniable silver lining. How great is it going to be when it's over and you just fucking go to the store again? Shit that you take it for advantage, that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. But could there be a greater silver lining? I don't know. Do you think people in general are going to be more prepared? Or I, I think, I, I don't stick think their so. head I, in the sand. I think no. it goes back to the whole goldfish mindset, you know, yeah. the institutional amnesia that Americans typically have. Yeah. Um, they need to learn to be more prepared, more self-resilient, you know. But the uh, bulk of America is not, man. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think in the future we're going to start having, like, response teams to virus outbreaks? But I mean, literally, no, I mean, like, literally, like, I don't mean in, like, a... You're talking medical response teams? Not quite. I don't mean like an altruistic way. I mean like, let's say we hear about some Wuhan shit. Do you think we're going to have some black teams go in there and be like, this thing isn't breaking out of this town <laughs> with or without uh, this nation's help, you know? That'd be legit as fuck. Send in some, yeah. send, in, send in Dale and the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. 
do some plausible deniability. I mean, but think about it, dude. How many trillions of dollars? So let's not even go into like the 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 human aspect of it and all the lives lost. I mean, just cold hard cash. How many tens of trillions of dollars of commerce? I mean, dude, there's been nothing like this. At what point would it be advantageous to have a, a tier one response team that you send in and you're like, you're setting up this quarantine because this nation, whether or not they help us, China, fucking Madagascar, whoever, or is it just like go in there and like lights out on everyone? What do you do? Do you send in drone swarms? Do you set up artificial barriers? Do you, I don't know. Exactly. It's going to be the unknown until think tanks come through and figure out what's going to happen. I should have. There's, there's certainly no precedence for anything like that. No, absolutely yeah. not. But I, I mean, but in all seriousness, you know, it's always better to ask uh, for forgiveness than permission. At what point does someone in the Pentagon go, hey, we got to have a team and we're not waiting for whoever fucking you without getting too much into it those teams are already out there to recover chemical weapons nuclear weapons well then repurpose them stuff like that yeah so there there's teams already out there to do this but they have to know about it and yeah, not knowing about it those teams can't react upon it yeah i mean you would have to have some sort of global monitoring system it would be like all the satellite rings we have that detect missile launches you would have to find a way to detect biological outbreaks i don't know Dude, that's how the you... most plain bagel just, just like your face just had food delivered from the kitchen mm, that is a plain bit it looks fantastic though is that cheese mm. jp i gotta say that you look like a iraqi home movie nice <laughs> and the silver linings your beard you got way more than i do yeah you definitely got the moves look going <laughs> My mom, when I was deploying, it's when I started growing out my beard, Don't and my mom was like, you look like a haji. Oh, I'm like, mom, you know how many times I go into, like, you know, Qatar airport or whatever, and I get approached by someone speaking, like, Arabic? That's that's why I fucking grow the beard out. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're just dropping like, intel? I, I walked to my parents' house. I had my head on backwards. My beard is a lot longer. My mom's like, I think I blow the place up. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it was the first or second episode you were on JP. You had this like, you had this like pea vomit green hat. Yeah, it was like super low. No, but it had, it had no, it had nothing over in the front. It was just kind of like a square cap. And when I first saw you, it was like fucking Fidel Castro. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it yeah. It was just he came on, and I was like, who? Yeah, I was like, man, my podcast uh, is going... What's that? Abort? Abort. Yeah, okay, abort. They're, they're on to me. Fuck. JP, you should, <laughs> JP, you should put like... A, you should hang up like a like a white curtain behind you or something like they did in the caves for all the home videos. Or just put just Che Guevara's, <laughs> che Guevara's right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> See, Dan, this is why JP's great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. She. <laughs> 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 love it yeah now man. do you guys uh i was curious though do you guys think it's gonna get do you think it's gonna get much worse you know a lot of people are saying you know we haven't seen the we haven't seen the even the start of this shit you know I a think, lot of people freaking out about martial law and all that crap but. no i i really am optimistic i think i believe trump said it yesterday he's like we're heading into a difficult two weeks which means that we're like we're hitting we're hitting beyond capacity which means that like we could be hitting a peak where like a lot of people are gonna die positive side would be hopefully this is like the this is hump day i hope um, yeah 
I like I don't see any I don't see any benefit of like being pessimistic and being correct being like I think we're fucked and then being like yeah. told you so you know um, that not to say stick my head in the sand I just I do uh, I think a lot of people like to shit on this country and I feel like we always pull through in ways that people couldn't have seen foreseen it and everyone's very quick to forget that and very big bad America the great Satan but um, not to act like I'm running for president but I really do think that we come through whenever whenever the challenge arises and I think we do so with flying colors and I really just don't see us bending over and you know taking down our pants and being like well COVID-19 this is it I mean we got through the Cuban Missile Crisis in the height of the Cold War the president had a lobotomy and a Cadillac we've had 9-11 we've had Pearl Harbor I just don't see this I don't I just don't see this Spanish flu. I just don't fucking see this. And maybe it is. Maybe it's some blind patriotism, but I just don't. I don't. It's it's goddamn America. I just don't see it happening. It's everyone saying, it's the worst. We're a third world country. Go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Notice how Canada had to block off the border from Americans going north because when push came to shove, none of those dumb fucks wanted to go south because they know Mexico's a shithole. All right? Just like all those fucking liberals trying to buy guns now. When push comes to shove, you all go to Canada. You didn't go down south because you deep down know it's a goddamn fucking cartel dystopia. Yeah. Well, you can't tell I get a little heated. But it's a little bit. That's okay, though. I mean, you should. And I think it's I think that's a problem with... I'm going to go on a tangent here, but I think that's the problem with our generation nowadays that they don't... They, they think none of this shit cares and that we can all just ha- hold hands and sing Kumbaya. It's like, no, dude, it's not like that. Like, zero I wish sum, it was like that, yeah, but it ain't. I, I wish it was. I wish it was, but it's a zero-sum game. So it's nut up or shut the fuck up. Because if it's not us in charge, it's someone else in charge, and they're not going to be as nice as you are. All right? We got one gun with one bullet. Hey, JP, you can have it, because guess what? I'm not going to shoot you, buddy, and I protect... JP, why are you pointing that at me? Give me all your food and water, Tommy. Because fuck you, that's yeah, why. Because fuck you. Well, why would you do that? Because one of us Yo, lives. Coach. Yeah. It's one I less mouth to feed. point where they declare martial law in any state. Dan, don't talk with food in your mouth. God damn it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's the old... <laughs> fuck with you, man. I, I think that if right we get one. to a point where they declare martial law in any state... Um, we're going to have much more problems than the COVID virus. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I completely you know, agree. Because you're, you're going to have a lot of armed people in that state going, no, I'm not giving up my civil liberties for anything, yeah. not even this virus. Yeah. You know, because um, who's to say it's, it's not so, a Trojan horse? It's so where, you know, you have governors threatening that. Okay. You know, look, look at Virginia when they were going over these radical gun laws that they, they were proposing. And the I, governor was like, hey, we're going to institute martial law you know, to make sure this goes through, you had the National Guard stand up and say, look, there's only a couple reasons you can declare martial law, you know, and that's for a major disaster or an occupation, an occupying force. And by the way, if you try to get us to go take guns from, you know, law-abiding citizens in the state, uh, you will have more than one reason to declare martial law because we will be the <laughs> occupying force. Yeah. That, that's where, you know... The Northam's national- a spineless fuck, man. I live in this state, and God, I hate that man. Yeah. I hate him so much. Yeah, bro. yeah. So, I mean, the, the virus will become a small story in yeah. that state yeah. once the law is declared because you will have much bigger problems at that point. Yeah. It's, so. it's, sorry. I know. Do you keep going? No, it's, but it's everyone like, it's like, dude, if you're not anti gun, you're just 
you're just pro-gun in the hands of fewer people. And those are the, the one thing I never fucking get is how in the same breath or the same fucking goddamn tweet you can see Trump is a dictator and a Nazi with concentration camps and in the same fucking sentence it can be we can give all of our uh, weapons to the government. Really? Yeah, Hitler, Hitler's in charge and you're saying give him all the weapons. Like, does no one see the fucking irony in that? He is a literal Hitler in the same breath. Everyone turn in your weapons. But it, it, that just means that you don't truly believe one of those statements. That's all it means. Just like saying, like, Mexico's not a shithole. Hey, COVID breaks out in the United States. Ain't no one running south. Everyone's that, going north. Rock. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, our, my generation, we don't, we don't fucking get this. We don't take this shit seriously. Everyone takes a stance, a political stance on topics just so they can be, you yeah, know, like, look at cool my, look and at, friendly look how, with people. And, look how fucking noble I am. I said this. Right, yeah. No, no one, it's all, yeah, it's all fucking posturing. No one wants to actually stand up, you know, and take, like, a rational stance on a fucking issue. No, and Everyone it's, wants yeah. just to get, wants to get along or, you know, have, have the likes on their Facebook feed yeah. or whatever the fuck they're doing. But. I think that's probably why I've been banned from so many subreddits. I've been banned from more fucking subreddits. Dude, Reddit, Reddit, <laughs> Reddit is such a liberal Reddit took, haven. Dude. Reddit took $300 million from China. And on Reddit on the front page is where you see... <laughs> But you see, China has no more cases, and everyone's like, oh, well, China's not lying, and it's like $300 million investment in Reddit. You don't think there's any incentive for Reddit to put something pro-China out? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what about those two pictures on the front page last week? One of Trump, and he's, he's painted green and has all the virus, like the glycoproteins coming off, so he looks like a, a, a caricature of a, a virus. And then there's one of Winnie the Pooh, Xi Jinping. Yeah. One of them got locked and removed. The other yeah, sat the, on the front. Was, you know, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. tell me there's not a bias there. I mean, granted, I do stir the pot. Like when I had on that uh, T, this is what he goes by, the guy from Syaret, the Israeli uh, Special Forces, I only posted it in one subreddit. I posted it on R Saudi Arabia. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> I was just like, hey, I had this really cool, uh, I had this really cool Jewish, uh, <laughs> this jewish trained killer on my instant ban instant. <laughs> you have been no, no and i was just like what's the matter guys like yeah, yeah. It, but it, the funny thing is is like i had to use google translate because the ban was in arabic so i was like <laughs> but i was like all right you know i get that one but like yeah man it, there's it's 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 all it's all posturing and look how noble i am until it's it's like all those fucking celebrities that saying imagine the other day, oh did God. you see that video? Yeah. It's all these people worth hundreds of millions of dollars in their fucking palaces with God knows whatever supplies they need, and they're like, imagine all... And it's just like, you scum fucks. Like, holy First shit. All, I'm gonna be that guy. I fucking hate the Beatles. All right, I'm just gonna say it. It's not like... Here, here, and John Lennon was an enemy of the state. He was, dude. He was a communist piece of shit. He was! What about when someone, one of his employees came up to him when he was running a business right before he got yeeted in the head, and he was saying something, well, what about, like, world peace? And he said to his employee, he said, that's just a fucking song. Like, <laughs> man was either a communist or he was a bloodthirsty capitalist. Either way, he wasn't truthful about it. Fuck that guy. He used to sit, he used to sit in his penthouse in New York. One of and, the, and he was an enemy of the state. He was. He used to sit in his penthouse in New York, and apparently, there's a, it's either one of his sons or one of his friends would be like, yeah, he used to sit out there and be like, he would just point at people on the sidewalk and be like, they're all walking to work. They're just perpetuating the system. And he'd be like, dude, not everyone, not everyone can afford 
his penthouse palace with food delivered. Like, yeah. sorry, but yeah, no, fuck John Lennon. We're just burning, <laughs> we're just burning it down with this podcast. <laughs> so, so, so Dan, for your old ass, yeeting means like you just fucking throw some. Yeah. Do what? Like to yeet? yeet? Y e e t? Yeet? Like yeet is to? Yeah. It's there. The, the, someone. Like Kobe. Kobe. Well, not, it used to be Kobe for accuracy and yeeting for distance. If you're trying to get into no. a, if you're trying to get into no, a trash can, it's it's Kobe. If you're trying to get distance, it's yeet. What do you got to say, Nick? Well, well with Kobe's now is like we we see a helicopter crash, but Kobe. Yeah. Dude, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Grand Theft. I'm like, like where do these idioms come from, man? And what lexicon are they a part of? Come on. Is that too big a word for you, Tommy? Yeet, yeet, lexicon? <laughs> lexicon? No, I know oh, that's yeah. where the Revolutionary War started, dickhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's... I've been hey, playing, come on, Dave. Yeah, very good, very good. Stuff was awesome. Yeah, not, I've, I've been... sick. What does sick mean? Yeah. It's like COVID-19. Now people are like, yeah. oh, that's sick. So are they going to change that idiom, too, to something else? I don't know. You know, yeah. and I <laughs> we're going to go back to Brad. Yeah. Bitching. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. It's going back early nineties. I think we need to bring back old English. Just no, uh, fuck English. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, because instead of people going, "Dude, we got a problem here," they're going to be saying, "I would have word with these, Sarah." Vince has to quarrel. <laughs> By the way, JP, I got to do a shout out to uh, Chris Kelso. Shout out Chris dude. Kelso. Twenty-two yeah. veterans. Oh, suicide you know, my squirter shirt, Tommy. Yeah, the one you wore in the first episode. As well. That's an awesome shirt, by the way, dude. I saw. I was like, that's the best shirt that he could wear on a fucking podcast. Yeah, Squirters wanted. No. wanted. Well, I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, dude, like, I got a good idea. I'm like, do you know the exit signs in Europe with the guy running through the door? Like, Squirters. Like, so we went back and forth, and he's like, Squirters wanted. There you go. <laughs> that reminds me of like the stop signs in the Middle East. Looks like two guys in a rowboat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is Algif. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. And in uh, Turkish, it's uh, it's dur. <laughs> dur, dur, dur. <laughs> and in Hangul's Chungji. <laughs> Why do we know these things? And in German, it is nine. <laughs> Do you see that meme? It was like, can someone explain the butterfly effect to me? And someone else was like, yeah. So, uh. Some almost illiterate Chinaman eats a bat, and now I can't wipe my ass with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the best. That's, that's, yeah, that's why we can't do time traveling, man, because a little shit like that, it's... What if that's what it was? It's, yeah. Well, could, could you imagine, you know, if COVID caused massive diarrhea? There'd be a rush on Visine and nasal spray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, but it makes... I never understood this toilet paper rush. Like, it's it's the herd mentality. It's just, it's a, just gotta have it. There's a psychology to it. So the first guy goes, "Oh, dude, they're quarantining people in China. They're gonna do the same thing here. I need to stock up." Mm. So he goes and he goes to this, you know Costco or whatever, and he grabs like a whole pallet full of toilet paper. Uh. Fifteen thousand people see him coming out of freaking Costco with a whole pallet of toilet paper. They're like, "Dude, I better buy toilet paper before it's uh. gone." And the next thing you know, it's just all gone. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Is that yeah, like all those, it's, like, the, those it's gas shortages? 
There's gas shortages. It's not a in the early shitting 2000s. virus, though. I don't get it. That's, what, yeah. <laughs> That's just he, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So if it caused you to shit, everybody would be buying nasal spray and you know Visine. So what, <laughs> what you're saying was COVID. What you're saying was was COVID was was perpetrated by Charm or was it Charmin? Is that Charmin? Charmin? Yeah. <laughs> Please explain me the math on their packaging. Two equals four equals nineteen. What the fuck? It, they're COVID. fucking marketing side equals COVID nineteen. They're dropping. Yeah. They're dropping oh, heads. Equals COVID nineteen. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, in, it's a bunch now. of fucking Illuminati oh. symbolism. They're letting us know beforehand. Yeah, true. Man. Yeah, man. What was that meme that was going around about the toilet paper? It said like. Uh, THC infused in toilet paper to help calm your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. I saw a video yesterday that was like, uh, there's this guy and it's, you know, it's just filming around his phone and it's, it's like a, the island in his kitchen and he's like, man, I went to Kroger. Kroger's in down south. It's, it's fucking grocery yeah. store. He's like, I went to Kroger and he's like, man, you know, I went in there and <sighs> no toilet paper. There's no deli meat. There's no milk. And I just, I just I, I couldn't get it and I went outside and there were so many people and they all had these things they were all buying them in bulk and putting them in their in their trunks and so I asked I said did any, does anyone have any of these things they can spare and people are so kind they all gave it to me and he starts pointing to each thing on the counter but he's pointing with his Glock he's going that guy gave me some toilet paper that guy gave me some deli meat everyone was just being so helpful I didn't even have to like raise my voice and I was like yeah man there's there's the importance of weapons but yeah, do you think? Uh, can someone pull up the numbers? Do you think? Because because oh, gun sales under Obama were pretty historical, but I feel like under coronavirus they've they've gone up even more. Up seventy percent this week. Yeah, that's awesome. Applications applications for. Yeah. Uh, I, I no love guns. it when that happens. I just I think more guns just in society. I legitimately like, do. The harder they like are to bring. This morning. Yeah, it's the harder to bring them all back under some totalitarian government. I do think the more that are just sprinkled out there in basements, in floorboards, in cars, just I think the more that are out there, it's just everyone is an insurance policy. You ready for this? Yes. According to the New York Times, uh, 1.9 million guns sold during the coronavirus outbreak in March 2020. That's awesome. I'm so happy. The, the last spike was in 2013 during Obama. So. Makes sense. His re so. After his reelection, I was trying to get uh, supplies to do reloading at that time, and it took me almost two years to be able to get primers. Jesus, because there was such a rush on them right away. I got, I got, I was behind the curve on that, behind the train on that one, and uh, people bought them up and just they weren't letting them go. Jesus you know, Christ. So I used to do a lot of long range shooting. And uh, did all my own reloading for, for that, and it, it basically put that hobby on pause for like two years. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So like, who is benefiting from coronavirus? Because almost every industry is universally hurting because they just literally can't have their employees in. With, with each state's different. So yeah. you take Oneida County where I live right now. Yeah. So you cannot file for a pistol permit right now. You cannot file for anything right now because one, the county offices are closed. Two, they saw this coming in New York State. It's like, no, we're not doing that. Mm. So if you want to add a pistol onto your permit, probably not going to happen. Because New York State's very strict in how you do it. Yeah. It's so bunch of, bunch of it's communists. really hard to get a, a license now. Yeah. So I was thinking, just silver lining, trying to be positive. 
do you think that this this could result in like the greatest generation of like doctors because apparently there's like doctors there's like med students and they're all saying like on like and on reddit like fourth year med students where they're basically it's almost like putting a helmet on them and being like you're a soldier now apparently they're just grabbing them they're like you're a doctor now like time to go nut up you're not doing your residency you're dealing with a global pandemic just looking at the upside maybe we get the greatest generation of doctors it's just a bunch of people that had to like cool. nut the fuck yeah. up i'm just i don't know just trying was, to look at some positive i was thinking about um you know reducing our dependency like if if trump pushes this initiative to you know have more uh manufacturing like that's greatest greatest generation of workers man people are going to be filling up those spots for uh factories if we can actually get that going oh you guys these millennials that have never worked and there's you know they're not doing shit they're living at home and being douchebags yeah you know out there playing video games like we all do but still like they don't go out and work they they don't know what going on throwing hay is they don't know what fucking sweeping up after 11 30 at night at a restaurant on a friday night going through cleaning everything again was you clean it 50 times during your shift but I, they don't understand these things i know what, all what, those things though i've worked at bars i've worked till 4 a.m literally with yeah. gloves on pulling tampons out of toilets yeah yeah, no, I have to give some defense to my generation because I don't have a single friend from college that didn't go to medical school, law school, or be a successful financer. Every so, friend I have is incredibly successful. But that's you. Like, I just graduated a year ago, and I went for art. I went for photography, use my GI Bill, and do something to try to learn. Mm. I, I still learn something every day, even though I've been doing photography for 25 years. Yeah. Most of the kids that were there have never worked a day in their life they're entitled it's one person if you can call it a fucking person had to change your gender every 15 fucking minutes like i'm here to learn photography not if you took your medication this morning or not like i don't care you know you know on porta potties that has vacancy no vacancy they should start making little name tags for all the gender fluid people and you can just change it with like an app like a little screen be like i'm this now Ding. like i'm this now Ding. I'm, I'm a gender fluid fox king that's actually pretty good <laughs> i'm a gender fluid fox king or you should patent that bro yeah no it's all right i don't, I don't want to it's kind of funny how in the u.s census there's <laughs> there's only male and female options yes <laughs> just... yeah i saw it the other day when we we're doing uh pulling out our stuff for the census yeah. it was interesting so i'm like so there's a small percentage of america now that can't be counted yeah i don't know there are a they, lot of people with blue hair and nose piercings that are just freaking out right now just i don't have yeah i don't have twitter but i can imagine the twitterati right now like oh my god i just got the Dude. fucking census and my gender wasn't fucking on there it's awesome yeah just i mean it's, it's only hey, think about it it's almost like the government say is is saying right now uh you don't count you I'm okay with don't that, count though. I'm okay with that. I know another funny thing is, is speaking of how no one went south during the outbreak of coronavirus, you know, oh, I'm sure it's just a coincidence, right? That's also how they're all completely for complete border sealing right now. And they're like, well, we have to have borders because if we have people coming in here, well, then all of our quarantine efforts are for naught because we're all taking care of each other, but we're bringing in people from outside and not checking them and seeing their backgrounds and if they're sick or not. It's almost like, well, isn't that fucking ironic? What a little microcosm that is. Really, we're all taking each care of each other here, and we don't know yeah. their past. 
Hmm. Most people all wanted the shit closed. I think it was January 19th was a paper about the impeachment. And right next to like Trump's photo and all that was about the coronavirus and how Trump's was trying to secure the, the borders and doing checks on people coming into the country. Yeah. But Schumer and Pelosi closed it down or yeah. shut it down quick as shit. You know, remember when he shut down all flights from China in early January and everyone was like, you xenophobe. And now they're all like, this is in Trump's hands. And it's like, dude, you can make up your fucking mind. Just choose one. Just fucking dude, choose been, one. That's been their MO, dude, for like this entire time. Like at the beginning during January, they were calling it the Wuhan virus and saying that it was coming from China. And then they flipped the shit when Trump was like, it's the Chinese virus and yeah, stuff. I'm like, yeah. Why don't you think you that know, you're uh, you're discriminating people yeah. by calling it Chinese virus? I'm like, dude, were you guys saying this about Zika or anything? You know, like yeah. West oh, Nile Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah Spanish flu. Well, I mean, for fuck's sake, man. Yeah, no one gave people. Calm people. the fuck. Just calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. One gave Although somebody did uh, in the administration refer to it as the kung flu. Yeah, that, that was Trump. <laughs> Trump yeah, called like it kung one. flu. That one's good. <laughs> yeah. And that really made people go ape shit. Well, didn't didn't when Trump fucking he tweeted and he deleted it, but but I guess Rogan saw it and Rogan, yeah, that's the hat you were wearing, JP. You got the American Does flag hat, yeah. No, no, it wasn't that one because it didn't have an American flag. The one when he looked like uh, Fidel. Um, but <laughs> he does he does? I have one of those hats. I can look like Fidel. I just gotta dig it out. It was like a straight green patrol cap or something. Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was yeah. the vomit green yeah. like dictator fatigue. Right? Like, oh, yeah. 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 It's like dark olive drab or yeah, whatever. Just, yeah. Oh, kind of, kind of like the stuff that was issued when I first came into the military. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beat you to it, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> you old fuck. <laughs> but I guess Trump tweeted out that we're sending 12 or 15, whatever it is, $1,500 to every American. But it said, um, except for all, he said, except for all those who have ever tweeted not my president because I wouldn't want to offend you and make you sign a check from not your president. And then he deleted the tweet. But Rogan saw it and Rogan, like, in, like, the one minute it was up, Rogan saw it and read it on his podcast. And he was just, and he was like, the president, he's like, like him or hate him? He's like, the president dunks on people. He was like, the president, he was like, that's what he does. He dunks on people. And it was just, who the fuck else just shit, shit posts like that? I mean, he's a shit poster. You can't, you can't deny that. <laughs> It's fucking great. Yeah. It is great. I was my parents were listening to him last night and I heard him talking and I was like, you know, it almost sounds like he just says stupid shit sometimes as like a smoke screen because he knows everyone's gonna it's like when he does a typo. You ever notice how when he wants to tweet about something that he knows the media won't cover, like low unemployment or something, he's like, Well, I know they're not gonna cover this, so what I'll do is I'll put a typo in there. So instead, they all put it on their screens, and they're like, "This idiot can't spell this stupid dumb dumb." And, and then you know, but on and all their screens, it's like fifty-three year low unemployment, and it's just Trump playing like a fucking fiddle. But he did it yesterday. He's like, you know, I think that we're actually making a lot of N95 masks. A lot of people are manufacturing them at home. It's great. Many Americans are doing it. Many. Some people are even wearing scarves. And and like I literally heard it coming. He goes, you know, I might even say scarves are better than N95 masks. And it's just like. You can hear it right there. And it's like, there's the sound bite. I almost think scarves are better than N95 masks. And you can just almost hear everyone in the media just like foaming at the mouth. Like, there it is. Like, so then, then go back and prove me wrong that it's not our country who started this. Yeah. No, I, I, no, I, I, yeah. I think it is. I think there are equal probabilities that China started it and that we started it. We, we uh, put the fan behind it. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, dude, like it's almost comical where it started. It started outside the equivalent of their CDC, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not that stupid. If you wanted to make it look like it was America, you put it right outside our CDC. We wouldn't release it outside our CDC. We would, we would release it right outside someone else's. I think it's almost comical, right? So, yeah, I think I think there's a very good chance it's ours. What uh, what other way to move? You said, what are you guys all smiling at? Oh damn! No, I, I see Dan's wheels turning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's but, like, shut the fuck up, guys. No, no, but, no, 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 but, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. But what? I've, move, I've said move this all manufacturing. We've talked about this. Yeah. You know, I I just again when we're talking about a biological weapon, you know, no that way. you can't contain. It's indiscriminate. That it would take one real evil son of a bitch to release that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? With no regard for his own people. Yeah. And so, he, as much as people, you know, talk crap about our government or whatever, and our president in particular, I, I don't, I don't see him giving the green light for that. Yeah. Now I could see maybe another maybe. country doing that. Maybe. maybe even China. You know what I mean? Um, but again, what's what's there to gain from it? You know, I always go back to a biological weapons, great. Not not that I'm advocating it, but that it's great if you can contain it within a target audience or a targeted area, you know, like you can a chemical weapon. Outside of that, man, biological weapons are, are wicked, wicked things. And for somebody to release that, they have to do it with the knowledge that they're going to potentially kill a shit ton of their own people in the process. Well, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and so I'm not talking about like, you know, like like the, the Syrian government, the Assad regime, you know, gassing people up in Iblib, you know, because that's contained, right? It, it's, it's, a, it's a contained environment. This is a global thing. So what is there to gain from wasting a bunch of your own people, let alone everybody else, so, you know, from that? So the economy the- around the world is shit right now. You know, borders are being closed up. You know, uh, countries like the U.S. are talking about going off of dependency from China, which we should. You know, we should manufacture our own PPE, our own medical stuff, you know, whatever. So that further damages their economy. So who would intentionally release it and why? That's that's the hard – that's that's the thing that I got a hard time with going, you know, this was an intentional thing. Here's the thing with that, though, and that's – and I completely agree with you. Like I said, you know, like I can't – I don't have proof that they did it, but to me it seems like they did. And whether they did or not, they did lean into it because uh, there was – reports of a Chinese advertisement agency that was pushing like ad campaigns out through uh, throughout Europe and it was basically like hey stop the hate hug a Chinese person yeah and this was this in was Italy. before was they were reporting Italy. you know yeah this was before they were reporting you know how bad it was like the media here was just like you know yeah China's dealing with this bullshit but you know like they're kind of getting fucked but no one no one panic no one panic you know the flu is worse the flu is worse and then they pushed this ad campaign out uh, throughout Europe and now I mean, like, Italy's been on lockdown for over a month now, and there's talks of rioting and people starving to death and all this other shit. And, like, whether or not they did it, they leaned into it and, like, took advantage of it. So, so I just think that's kind of fucked. But yeah. um, what I, well, I, I think once that happens, you know, you're going to see a lot of different people uh, not miss an opportunity to take advantage of a crisis. Well, yeah, right? that's still right. just one in the book. What I, was I mean, say, yeah, our politicians do it all the time. So. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is, yeah, look what's going on with the building. You know, they're trying to pass for uh, money for uh, fighting this thing right now. Like all these politicians jumping on there, tacking on all their pork belly stuff. They're taking advantage of a crisis. Yet at the same time, the federal government turns around and stops 
you know, um, people from price gouging when they're selling PPE to the point where even N95 masks that are going at a reasonable price on eBay, all their shit's being taken down because eBay is saying, you know, you're violating our price gouging policy. You're taking advantage of a crisis. But then when Kobe died and people were selling Kobe stuff on eBay, eBay didn't shut them down. Isn't that taking advantage of somebody's crisis? You know what I, I mean? I don't think it's, it's, just, I don't think it's, it's just quite crazy. the same. Huh? I don't think it's quite the same. Yeah, what I'm saying is, what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, I thought we were in a free market. Yeah. Apparently, we can't really be capitalists when yeah. you know there's disease going around and people need these things and other people have them. Yeah, you know, I I, I get the price gouging thing. I get it, mm-hmm. but again, you know, if people are hoarding N95 masks and they're waiting for a, a virus to come along so they can price gouge, I, I still wouldn't look at them and go, yeah, you cause a problem. Yeah, it's trying to capitalize on it. Yeah. So the, the, the Congress is trying to do the same thing that they stopped the American public from doing. They're trying to capitalize on it, you know? Yeah. Just in a way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, pass this bill if you want your relief money. By the way, there's some benefits in there for us. Pass this bill if you want it, though. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Give us a raise. Yeah, yeah. As part of Yeah. So I, what, and take money away from veterans and give it to refugees. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was another one. $300 million to refugees. Yeah, let's let's keep funding up for Planned Parenthood, too, during this whole crisis, because we need those abortions, too. Yeah, but, we got to you know. have that sweet, um, sweet It's called stem cells for research to yeah. figure out how to solve this. I yeah. agree on that for right now, and that's the only time I'll ever say that. Yeah, it's not, yeah. So what I was going to say is... is eh, got a point. I get it. I get it. Yeah, the stem cell line, like, pluripotent <laughs> stem cells. Um, what I was going to say is we keep talking about who's benefiting from this. I think I've said it before on this podcast is I believe it was Emperor Hirohito, the guy we the guy we nuked. But I, bef- before we fried him, he had, or his people, before we made refried rice, um, he had he had something where someone asked him, they're like, do you think that <laughs> do you think the French Revolution was advantageous to France? And. He had an awesome quote. Mind so this was like nineteen forty four, someone asked him, French Revolution, seventeen eighty nine. He said, Too soon to tell. And so one other thing I think of is like coronavirus, like too soon to tell, man. Who's yes. benefited? I don't know. Um and I, so another thing was and you know, what if we have some people that are gonna die, right? Well, we talked about triage earlier, you know, again, just looking at it as, from a psychopathic leader. What if you look at it as like some people will die, but it will ultimately put the nation in a better spot for the centuries to come? At what point do you go, and if we don't do this, we're going to be under the foot of China? And lastly, I was going to say, and I don't mean lastly for the podcast, lastly before I go piss. Lastly, when we dropped the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and, and what? You got the bladder of a gnat. I know, dude. I know. Sponsored by Depends and Pfizer. Yeah. Here we go again, fucking Pfizer. Is your bladder leaking? That should be on one of those podcast commercials where it's like all the guys hanging out, the like strangely oh, metrosexual, like they're all kayaking and like different color kayaks. Like, can you not podcast for more than 30 minutes? Um, but yeah, so yeah, you gotta, yeah. But when we dropped the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, do we kill? There was at least in Hiroshima, I know there was at least 10 US POWs that we knew were there, but it ended the war. Yeah, it's called Wolverine. Duh. Of course. But <laughs> I saw that film. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, again, I'm just looking at it as yeah. as dark and as mechanical and detached as as you can. You know? 
you gotta yeah, break some eggs and, and, and who knows what <clears throat> who knows we're looking at it as like okay it brings manufacturing back to the u.s and puts us in a better place economically is that really worth killing a bunch of people probably not what if there's a greater threat that's classified that we don't know and it's like hey but that's also a dangerous path of saying oh just trust just trust blindly trust so Bro, iran <laughs> what right yeah this all hasn't like from... Iran's like leadership taken a big hit? Like they've all been infected or some something like that. I yeah, forget, but... yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Tommy, when I was on here last time, did we talk about the whole uh, asteroid passing by, or is that after? No, we did not. Hold on, let me go to the oh. bathroom. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I, I I got a piss too. You're right <laughs> <laughs> You guys crack me up, man. I felt I felt like such a jackass coming in. I was like, oh shit! Like, checked my phone, came in from outside. I was all sweaty. I was like, I need a shower real quick. I want to eat. And I came in. I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good, dude. I was actually um, I'd forgotten what time we were coming on today, so I was a little bit delayed, anyways. Um, so I'm trying to work uh, work a job, trying to get a job uh, back in California. So I was going to be buying a. Um, house out here in tennessee but everything's not working out and i already have a house in california so i'm thinking you know just keep the house there and try and find work for at least a couple of years while this stuff blows over because it could take man it could take a couple of years with the way the market's going right now okay um interest rates are going up on home loans the lenders are tightening the restrictions on who they approve loans for so yep. up until this week your debt to income ratio had to be like 50%, right? With the loan included for you to qualify. As of like today or yesterday, it's 41% now. Wow. To yeah. income ratio. So, I mean, even the house that we were looking to put a bid on and stuff, or that we were negotiating with, if, if it doesn't close out, we're not gonna requalify for another loan because we'll be above that 41% mark, right? Mm -hmm. with the, especially if I can't sell my house to California. So yeah, I was I was uh, talking with an HR person about a gig out in California, and Nick was like, "Hey, dude, you coming on?" I'm like, "Oh crap, what time?" He's like, two o'clock Eastern time." I'm like, "Oh, dude, yeah, you guys are an hour ahead of me. I'm late, so don't worry about it, man. It's all good. You know, you can come on and eat, eat and talk at the same time, whatever." No, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not ashamed or anything, but I just felt like a jackass because I'm sitting out there listening to my tunes, you know, like. I was raking my yard because I got a, like a whole bunch of thatch that's growing up in my yard. I got to fucking undo it. And then I was like seeding it and whatnot. And I just come in, I'm all sweaty. I'm like, dude, why the hell is my, my music skipping? And then I look and it's got, I got Nick, I got Tommy hit me. I'm like, oh fuck. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't remember, like, I didn't say I was going to do it. I just thought like he was, he told me next Friday, you know, with another guy that I know, we were going to double up on that. And he didn't confirm for today. I'm just blaming everything on you, Tommy, for not, you know, not being here. That's bad comms. <laughs> bad comms. Bad comms. Tom, Tommy, Tommy's bad communicator. That's what it is. I am a great communicator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah, man. It's, uh... I'm, trying to find, I'm trying to find the date. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I don't know what did. Maybe it was the fifth. Fuck, I don't know. But I, I did have this new phone. I have the S20. So it was just after that came out. Hey, uh, we, there's a asteroid. We got asteroid. the. Do you guys know that channel, MKBHD? The yeah. guy that reviews tech? 
He has he's, <clears throat> he started when he was like 15, and he's grown up to like 10. He's interviewed like Bill Gates and Elon Musk. He has the best tech review channel. He reviews everything. He's like, Apple sends him free shit. Nick, we, we we got the Samsung S20 review up before him. Did we? <laughs> yeah. So I commented on his video. I mean, granted, he's got 10. He got more views on that Samsung video in the le- for I think the first 60 seconds than I have in four months. But I was yeah. like, I was like, you got scooped, bitch. And you know, no, no, he didn't. As I died so, in the voice. Yeah, sorry. That was uh, there's a an asteroid that was supposed to come into our atmosphere, and. They're like, don't stare at it. The last one that happened, you know, in Russia is 10 times brighter than the, than staring at the sun. Triplinks. So. Triplinks, yeah. I uh, set my, my camera up, and I'm retorn- I was recording towards the brewery, which is looking south. It was super overcast. I'm like, I'm not going to see anything. It's supposed to happen, like, at 11, 15 in the evening, Eastern time. I didn't think anything of it. I'm looking out the window, kind of not looking, because I don't want to be staring straight at it, just in case it actually was going to happen. I didn't see anything. I go back through. I record for five and a half minutes. I go back through and watch it on my phone. And at the at a certain point, I see a bright flash on the hoppers at, on the brewery and on the AC units on the roof. But it came from the north, not the south. So I'm like, huh. And that was just when we were starting to lock down and everything. And then... Also, in the same article I saw, there's two more asteroids supposed to come near Earth at the end of April. It's like, hmm, this whole coronavirus come out to make us be to look safe away. against the aliens when they attack us? But there's asteroids actually. Maybe, 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 the, fu- maybe the elite know that there's a, a world-ending asteroid coming, and they're like, we can't have everyone freaking out. Well, that didn't work because yeah. everyone's freaking out. So, never mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's over an extended period of time, not, yeah. okay, 2 o'clock this afternoon, Trump's going to say, hey, we have an asteroid's going to hit us in four weeks. Yeah. So, then the shit's going to hit the One fan. thing I was thinking of is, like, so we talked about who's benefiting from coronavirus. No one that we can see. What if it's not a national actor? What if we let's just put on our conspiracy hats? What? How would the elite power structure benefit from everyone basically going home everyone went home we just hit pause on society what could be happening in plain sight right now i don't know that's what i'm asking you guys i mean train train deliveries fucking shit in the sky like is there and if and if that wasn't the source behind it could they just be capitalizing on it any like one one form of capitalization i thought like how much does it cost to get those like shots in cities where everything's like no one's there, like car commercials or for like movies, like zombie movies? Well, that's all happening for free right now. I mean, how many people are capitalizing and just and just storing 4K video? Like, hey, who you know, ten years from now, you need Minneapolis, you need Chicago. I'm your man. Well, you know, open the trench coat. I got your 4K videos. What do you need? What do you need? You need New Orleans <laughs> at dusk, no one on the road. I'm your man right here. Yeah. Just know that's stupid. Hey, just okay. give me some ideas on how to profit from this. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously, man. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, what would be, like, I don't know. What, what, who, who could benefit from, so let's not even say that someone initiated COVID for this. Who could be benefiting now just utilizing what's going on? I'm asking just all you three military guys, is there, what, what is there? Is there some 
Is this some Intel like sweet spot? Is this some? I don't know. No. I mean the the one thing my mind goes to, and it, I mean, Nick, get off. Not the like phone. not like Go they the had a play in it or anything, but definitely hospitals, man, are seeing what their capacity is. I mean, because this has been. This has always been theorized, like, what happens, man, if, like, we have some kind of outbreak or something and hospitals get overloaded, and it's just like, you know, it's the domino effect. Like, well, if hospitals get overloaded, then people can't go to work, and if people can't go to work, then supply chains break down, this, that, and the other. So I think a lot of people, at least within industries, are realizing, you know, like, we maybe need to better prepare for the next time this potentially happens. um, But, I mean, like, is that... It's not really, you know, maniacal fucking, yeah. you know, gaining of intelligence, but yeah, no, that you know. that was too rational. Well, was, we've <laughs> seen a significant reduction. My bad. <laughs> right. Uh, since since all the quarantines and stuff started happening, we've seen a significant reduction in uh, pollution globally. Yeah, that's true. Right. Is this, is this Greenpeace? Greenpeace. We've also or? we've also seen opportunities um, to gain access to places that were previously denied to us you know, through avenues like the World Health Organization. So for instance, you know, the who's been in China, right? They're probably gonna be in Iran. They're gonna be in other places that are typically hard for us to get into. That's what I'm talking about. And, you know, I don't know if this is happening or not because I haven't worked in this field for a while, but you know, the old humaner in me would be like, hey, I need to find some people that I can put in these organizations to start building contacts to, to collect intel in the future so we can find out if we're gonna face something similar to this again or not, you know, those kinds of things. Are we doing that? Are we not? Who knows? I would like to think maybe that's happening to some extent somewhere in the world that we can leverage that opportunity. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, who's who's benefiting? I don't think anybody right now is specifically benefiting from any of this. Mm. You know, I, I think the world as a whole is kind of slowing, yeah. you know, economically, medically, um, it, 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 just on so many fronts, man. It's just uh, I, I don't see any immediate benefits. Okay, okay. Yeah. oldest conspiracy in the book: mass mass implanting of population, like the true mark of the beast. I would say another thing too, Tommy, is okay. if uh, you know if our government wasn't too busy bailing out all these fucking companies, Elon Musk would definitely be benefiting because uh, fucking airlines are fucking hurting right now. So, oh, have you seen have you seen we, fucking prices for airline tickets right now? We talked or about how this, about cruises? We talked about this. Yeah, JP. cruises. Elon has to get rid of the FAA. To, yeah, right? I'm telling you, yeah. Elon <laughs> needs to get rid of the FAA if he wants his fucking reality to become, you know. Elon talked about up. someone asked him how are we going to get to Mars? And he said we got to get rid of the FAA. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Because if he can use rockets to replace global air travel, he's got he's going to become a trillionaire and thus be able to privately fund Mars. Is this Elon? Is this all Elon? Yeah, man. But I mean, I mean what about vaccine? I mean, dude, Bill Gates is coming out saying we need a vaccine, and not only that, there has to be like a digital marker in it. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. What better yeah. way to fucking implant seven billion people than to COVID two months later? Hey, you guys want a vaccine? Like, no? Nobody? The, the, the uh, anti-vaxxers are out getting vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's a way to get them. That's true. But, I mean, that's how to get everyone all at once, too. Not just, like, newborns. That's how to get everyone all at once. I don't like the concept of anti-vaxxers. Yeah, I think no, it that, that's the, generally, the yeah, generally I don't condone... Um, 
retarding your mental processes. It's yeah. potato. We talked about this. Potato. Yeah. Potato. But, Sorry. But the, I don't, Tommy, to get into your uh, conspiracy theory stuff, right? Do we ever really know what we're getting vaccinated with anyway? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> we're not taking this podcast there. I refuse. We're not going. I'll, I'll just say this, right? Oh, Tommy, me... this is not your podcast anymore. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. you're outnumbered by military guys. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Boogaloo. Yeah. Boogaloo. Hashtag. That one I'm familiar with. I'm familiar with that idea. Who sent me that? Was it one of y'all? Who sent me that meme where it was some girl on Facebook made a status like, y'all, I just got a train run on me and now I'm pregnant? And someone commented, like, please name the kid Thomas. That's yeah, Thomas, that Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was me to share. Yeah, yeah. yeah direct not, link there though, right, Thomas? What? Yeah, direct link. I, I am the I am the train. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But I mean, the little engine that could. Yeah, the little engine that. Jesus Christ, man. There's got to be <laughs> a, rule thirty. Oh. Rule thirty four. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> JP's laughing. JP got it. Um. He's got two gears for for balls. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your pants, man. Let's see it. Come on, I think I can. I think I can. Yeah. I just watched the episode a couple nights ago. Yeah. Well, I was uh, pretty good on my medication, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. They're never going to bring any of you guys back to the military. We need everyone except these three fuckers. For psyops, oh, we're we're fucking great for it. Besides Dude, that, I would love I would love for this platform to be used for psyops. I'd be so happy if the CIA approached me and I was like we need you to sow some seeds of disinformation I would be so happy to do it through this podcast I would be not blinking twice I would do it straight up you wouldn't have to coerce me you wouldn't, yeah you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to pay me in unmarked bills you wouldn't have to offer me I would be I would agree before they finished proposing yeah fun fact yeah okay all right you like just give me a free mail order Russian bread and we're good yeah just give me a cool hat man <laughs> Yeah. So she shows up and she's huge. She's huge. Huge. He's huge. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm pretty I identify as Mellow the Bright. Come here. <laughs> Come here, Thomas the Tank Engine. So Tommy JP, I sent you guys a video on Facebook Messenger. Dan, I sent it to wifey. Or to see it. At the nine second mark you can see like the flare of okay. the hopper tanks. But there's nowhere else in the entire five and a half minute video, so that's why it's only 16 seconds. Yeah, man, it's, it's almost like whoever's running the simulation turned up the difficulty to 11. January, World War no, Three, they, General Salami. They turned up to four. They didn't turn up to 11. They turned up to four. Okay, yeah. Well, they Gen, General <laughs> Salami, World War Three. We sidestepped it. Okay, all right. Forest fires in Australia. We sidestepped it. You know, you know, we're dodging. We're dodging. So they're recalibrating. They're like, coronavirus. And it's like, hey, we're handling it. That's where the asteroid comes in. <laughs> they're just like, they're fuck this. Obama has a big cock still. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Um, <laughs> well, okay. My YouTube channel had a great run. But... <laughs> that shit went deep. Yeah. I mean, dark. dark. I mean, fuck, I'll shut up. It was only about three inches, so it's cool. <laughs> Wuhan. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, from now on, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm not gonna be like, I'm like Wuhan. No, Wuhan. Yeah. 
I think I'm just gonna name the. I'm thinking I'm just gonna name this podcast episode the Wuhan Clan. Yes. Crack me up, dude. No, the challenge is to make Libby blush, which will never happen. Yeah, it, it, it's not a long time. That hasn't happened yeah. in a long time. No, no, it, it happened in Ohio. No one's called you pretty. It, it did, but but you got to remember too. You know, I, I had a little uh, had a little booze in me, man. A little. Yeah. We're drinking straight. So our buddy retired, who was a chief, and we we're at a brewery. We we're drinking straight out of the hoppers at the brewery. Oh yeah, straight out of the fermentation kegs, I mean, or whatever it was. Those big vats. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, Jesus I'm just like just just leave me here and leave the tap open. Ah, <laughs> it was glorious. Seen, it was so sublime. Have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen Beer Fest? Yes. Yeah, mm. you're like landfill. With Beer Fest, the guys who made Super Troopers. Yeah. Oh, were they? I'm yeah. gonna have to watch it now. Dude, that, oh, is, yeah, a that is a fucking classic. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna try to. I don't know. I was gonna try to pull in Space Force to to, to so, COVID. But I, what's you up? guys. Um, I just gotta. I've been checking my email and stuff because I'm still kind of working my own stuff. So, like banks and a lot of places, like when we went to Duncan, they're closing at one o'clock. So they're all open from six till one or eight till two. But that's New York State still. So, I mean, obviously we're leading the charge in douchebags. <laughs> I'm one of them. Um, but you guys seen stuff like that? Sorry, the hours cut back even more. Um, no, they've just straight up closed down. Ocean City, just straight up, it's just fucking shut down. They're starting to close up stuff out here in Clarksville, Tennessee, right now. But um, a lot of places are still fighting it because they don't have any mandatory orders to do so yet. Um, but we're at like veterinary uh, clinic today because my uh, son's dog ended up with uh, a lot of uh, tumors and stuff. Had to have surgery last night. But uh, so they're not letting anybody in the lobby. It's not a tumor. Out, hit it up. Get the pet from the vehicle, take it in, do the console over the phone, bring the dog back out to you when they're done. So at least, you know, they're, they're limiting contact from that perspective. So. All right. Yeah. Um, so do you think any of this is tied into the Area 51 raid? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm really digging deep for this one. <laughs> Tommy, you really think that this was the government's way of putting a stop to that? Yeah, it was just admittedly delayed, delayed fuse, <laughs> delayed fuse. But um, I think I just grew a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's, it's a teratoma. Yeah. Or, or is there five G in my phone? Who knows? It's yeah. like I got extra teeth growing into my beard now. Yeah. Oh. Which, speaking of which, one of the things I saw is that this is to completely hide and push through five G everywhere. But they didn't. I need, saw that too. But they yeah. did How would they need to? Everyone was welcoming it anyway. Mm, no. no. It's, it's not proven by FDA. It's not proven by FCC. There's no test showing oh, what well it then, does and what it does Well, then what a do. perfect way to do that when everyone's working from home and there's telemedicine and teleteaching and teleconferencing. You need and a strong... You need a strong... And the network's about to break because everybody's streaming nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, you what know, better way you know. to push through a strong backbone? 
God damn. But you remember, you remember when these first came out, they're like, hey, don't hold the phone to your head because the microwave antenna is going to cause you to have cancer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so now we're talking about, you know, 5G radio waves going, dude, we get more radiation from the sun than we do any of this stuff. Come on. Yeah, but why? why? You know, millimeter waves because that's stopped by the upper atmosphere. Yeah. What, what's wrong with well, 5G? What's wrong with 5G? Yeah, Nick or JP. What? what? Uh, I mean, for my, for my, Nick, I don't know if you're going this way, but I know that China has been spearheading the fuck out of it, and oh, they've man. actually been, um, like, they've been kind of contracting their their 5G, I guess, uh, infrastructure throughout other countries. So really, they're kind of like building influence throughout the world. So they have a lot of uh, South American countries that have signed on to it, as well as some in Africa, and I think that's, I think that's where a lot of the scare comes from. Is like. You know, we're trying to possibly psyop, you know, people into not being all for 5G just until America can get their fucking handle on it and start building it for ourselves. So, well, that's what I was saying earlier the, you know, bringing using coronavirus as a U.S. weapon, maybe the long term is something we don't know. Maybe it's something so abstract. It's like, we need coronavirus because China has 5G. And it's like, what? And it's like, you're not. You're not in the need to know, but that's that's what it is. We need coronavirus because China's building 5G. There's 10 so tiers of oh, 5G. It's not. It take South Korea, Samsung, that's Korea. Um, they LG. They own the electronics market across the world. All the stuff in iPhones is all Samsung parts that they didn't want to put into their own phones. So uh, the guy who did the teardown of the s20 the phone he got was a korean version which does not it has three blank spots in it so when he took it apart like my case right here is inside of my phone mm -hmm. oh, that's, that's cool. what it looks like so when he took it apart up over here there is missing an antenna here and there's like two over here there's two blank spots where the where the ribbon cables connect to and that is because in south korea they're not going to do 5G. Why? Exactly why. Uh... Well, why isn't South Korea going to do 5G? Well, I have it in my phone, and you can't go in there and turn off 5G with Verizon. If you have AT&T or T-Mobile, you can go in your phone and your settings and turn it off. Verizon, you cannot. It's mm. permanently on. So someone's mm. going to be sensing for 5G and making my balls bigger gears i guess yeah now what what would be the effect of of 5g i'm just trying to think of so do you guys know what a lida machine is l-i-d-a it's something that the cia experimented with in the 60s and it's this machine that they literally can turn it on they did some tests where they could turn it on in, a, in like a room of people and like everyone falls asleep but it's silent it's, it's you can't see it. it's on the electromagnetic spectrum they could get everyone to fall asleep, but apparently they could also get everyone anxious. They could get people agitated. They could get people excited. Because literally, like, they found this thing where it was like, because it was originally it was supposed to be used for therapy, but then the CIA took it and just straight classified it. But it was, look it up, the LIDA machine, L-I-D-A. And they could literally just put whole groups of people to sleep. So I know people that have ex-wives that are like that. Yeah. Either they're <laughs> to sleep or they agitate them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was, I was actually let me let me go back to the 5G thing real quick. Um, JP, so didn't the UK put a stop 
to China putting in uh, 5G over there because of uh, Huawei and uh, backdoors on Internet of Things stuff and all that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, I heard that as well um, because... <clears throat> excuse me because like a lot of the security systems that were also tied to the 5g it was all like chinese co companies and they're like yo this is fucking shady as hell so right. I, I think that's what i don't know if they confirmed like backdoor infrastructure you know being set up or if they were just cautious of it but yeah well, there, was, there, was two, there was two independent pen testers in the uk um who tested I want to say it was in the neighborhood of a thousand different IoT items or nodes that were produced by companies like Huawei and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they found um, vulnerabilities and or uh, backdoors in every single one of them. Oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And that's, and that's what uh, kind of led the UK, I think, to put the brakes on that. Um, it, it, as we're installing 5G here, you know, how much of that stuff is coming from China and how much of that stuff do we got to worry about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, because if you yeah. let them construct the whole 5G network, you're basically giving them a gun and putting it at your head. And you're just yeah. asking them, hey, please don't turn off the network. Our entire economy is based on it. I mean, shit, that's a lot more efficient than a coronavirus. Well, I'll tell you what I would do. If I was if I was building infrastructure in a foreign country, yeah. you're damn right, man. I'd be uh, putting ways in there for me to exploit it. Yeah, you man, know, if I'm the NSA. cell phone towers across country X in Africa, yeah. right, or whatever, if you're the I'd be like, cool, now I've got access to every single conversation, SMS, message, everything now. I've got it all. Yeah, if you you're the NSA, man, you make some, just like we were talking about the World Health Organization going into, you know, denied areas, shit, man. If you're the NSA, I'm making a couple front companies and I'm building telecommunications at fantastic rates. Like, what better way to just go in? Because, I mean, it's one thing to send in a military force and be like, we're, we're building these, uh, we're building your infrastructure network. It's another thing when you just make it a company and they invite you in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what better way to, I mean, control everything than to control the network? So I'm, I'm kind of with the UK on putting the brakes on on Chinese infrastructure going in there. You know what I mean? Look for alternatives. So mm -hmm. I always think organic alternatives are the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. do it ourselves. Build it ourselves. You know. Well, I, I guarantee that we got some kind of like government contracts that are just tasked with like, you know, reverse engineering that shit and trying to oh, figure yeah, it absolutely. out. And that, I absolutely. guarantee on top of that that mi6 and cia are in on it too to try to no. figure out their own fucking back doors so yeah. i mean that's yeah a, and, and like 5g is based off of fiber optics also so from tower to tower it's fiber yeah. so this stuff's already going up and like verizon files or verizon they're already putting stuff up in new york city it's in boise fucking small city in boise already has it mm. so it's already going up in i think 23 or 24 cities across the united states already Jesus. And it's going to be even di more difficult because it's short wave and short range. So it's not like a microwave where you see on, a, on the cell towers looks like a giant drum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or that's the receiver. The horn is another tower 25 miles away that points right at it. And on the other side, sends it back out to the other side. So it's just repeating itself along. 5G their towers they're putting them on street lights they're putting them on corners of buildings like they're everywhere yeah like you're gonna see it looks like a a street light with a big well, speaker on top of it well in the 60s through at&t the pentagon had tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of these little shoebox sized things on top of telephone poles that are largely still there 
But what they did is they were able to detect the flash of a nuclear weapon, which apparently, even separate from like lightning or even a supernova, they have a very specific light signature when they first go off. There's two bursts, I mean, within yeah. nanoseconds of each other. But the idea was that these would flash it and then send it along the, uh, the wire at light speed back to the Pentagon, and they would be able to send that message before the shock wave or before the, the thermal pulse incinerated it. And we had these, and it was a way to just sort of tie into an existing infrastructure. If all these things go off in random cities, you don't need to put these big towers everywhere. You just go find telephone poles. You know, if there's something still like that hiding in plain sight, you don't want to have a bunch of Chinese people going in and having shit right next to yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to be, you're basically saying like, I mean, think of how vital that is. That's why AT&T wasn't broken up in the 60s. Because they were, but the DOJ said that they had a, a monopoly, and the Pentagon stepped in and said, for national security purposes, they will not be broken up. Because AT and T was largely responsible for our nuclear flash detection. It's called nuke flash. That's literally what it was. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Do you think that this could COVID? Let's say this comes out and it was China. It was the Wu flu. Do you think could this come out? Do you think this is this could set off Cold War too? I mean, is China not slowly taking up um, the role of, of Soviet Russia? I mean, just really I, put on our thinking caps and like, you know. And there's been conver there's been conversations about that, and um, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in the boat that like, regardless if this was personal or not, this this is a fucking war, dude. I mean, Trump pretty much put the gloves on, and said, "Yo, fuck you." You know, we we need to take some of our infrastructure back. You guys have been, you know, kind of holding the reins of the economy over the entire world we're trying to get some of that back and i mean it really has man they've been taking advantage of stuff like you know shipping rates and uh um imports and exports and what all that crap tariffs all that economical shit so i think yeah i think this has definitely the um i guess structure of being another cold war i don't I don't know if it's going to be, you know, like back with the USSR where we're fighting for, you know, nuclear empowerment and all that other shit. I think it's going to be like, you know, well, what it was was more like fear. world inf world influence. Really, yeah, I, no, I would see that better. That's what the Cold War was. That's all it was. It was spheres of influence. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what a lot of war is in general is just influence. But, but that, you know, yeah, you don't you don't have to fire a shot if it's all economic. So, yeah. but I mean, we talked earlier about, you know, independence, bringing manufacturing back, bringing uh, medicine and medical infrastructure manufacturing back. And, we, and Dan, you mentioned oil reserves. That's why we have people always like, why do we need national, national oil reserves, right? Those are the same people that are like, Mexico is not a shithole and you'll never need a gun. And those are the same exact people that are now buying guns because there's not enough cops to go around, right? So just like we're seeing this right here is why you need national oil reserves. This is also why... I think you need nuclear power. That, you I mean, the the input is, yeah, there's nuclear waste. Okay, sure. That's a lot. I would rather have nuclear waste and have to deal with that than have to bargain with China and be like, okay, I know the world's commerce is shut down, but can you pretty please give us some of your oil reserves? Like, you don't want to be doing that. And what is China doing right now? More than the next two countries combined, they're constructing nuclear power plants because they want to be fucking energy independent too in case something like what is happening right now does happen and did happen and is happening so yeah that's what i think i think this has to spur a huge uh boost in um 
uh, nuclear power plant uh, construction because none of the manufacturing matters. It's kind of like Apollo 13 when all the different groups are saying like, well, we've only got this much material and we've only got this much. And then the guys in charge of the power say, well, we only have this much power and we matter the most because it doesn't matter what ideas you have. If you don't have power to do it, it does not matter. None of this manufacturing, none of this medical manufacturing, none of these medical reserve stockpiles, none of this gearing up for Cold War II matters if there's nothing to turn the fucking gears in the machine. Enter nuclear power plants. Yeah. yeah. Nay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it? Uh, yes. I, I don't really think it's about nuclear power overall. Like... You need what, something what, that's completely what, independent. What yeah. is something that can fucking run forever? What do we well, put on the shit that really matters? Maybe aircraft carriers? Aircraft? Maybe okay. Maybe we have, you know, cooling problems. You know, maybe we have waste problems. Uh, whatever. Yeah, is it clean? Does it does it work a long time if, if, under the right conditions and the right maintenance? Absolutely. You know, but I think... Um, our country as a whole is kind of like taking a step back from nuclear power. That's why we're seeing places like Diablo Canyon in California being shut down, you know, and going offline because, you know, there are concerns about environmental impacts and stuff like that. And, you know, what do we do with the has, has waste from it and all that kind of stuff? And, you know, does it cost more to keep it running than it does, say, other forms of energy, you know? So, um, I mean, solar is free. You know what I mean? It's but how do you how do you produce that stuff? I mean, how do you produce the solar? I mean, dude, ninety per ninety percent of the world's trade reserves and thirty percent of the actual physical reserves of rare earth metals are found in where? But Hero China. All right, you can't. You have to have things that. Yes, there's nuclear waste, but all the people that are protesting nuclear waste and nuclear power are the same tree uh, tree hugging fucks that are that think oil's deserving destroying the planet. So if you think oil is destroying the planet, then you have to take the next least dangerous one, which is nuclear power. We like nuclear waste, bad, yes, but we can contain it. Like we can do it. You just have to put it in an area and lock it off, but you can do it. We can. Uh, you know, you need to make sure that it stays off of uh, any kind of network. You know, yeah. that that power grid, so it can't be hacked by hacktivists or something yeah. and shut down. Because, I mean, that's that's probably another reason why some of those things are going offline, because they're vulnerable to cyber threats. You know what I mean? So think about this, Tom. If we had nuclear reactors all over the U.S. and some foreign government decided to go ahead and hack them and shut them all down at one time, now you're talking about maybe a couple hundred, if not a thousand, Chernobyls? The guy I had on last week, who's a nuclear power plant operator, he said that the Gen 4s, which are the ones we have now, they are designed so that they don't need to be run so that they don't require power source to keep them from melting down. It's the inverse now. It requires power to keep them up, and if the power dies, it goes down on itself. It's the inverse of power runs out, now there's a meltdown, it's the inverse. It's now you have to have power to keep it up, and if you don't have power, it goes away. It's... It but at the same time, if we go all nuclear, then I mean, like, what if Dan says, you know, what, what's our backup? So oh, by all I, means, we're still fucked. By like, all means, no, no, no. I'm not saying get rid of the oil reserves. I'm not saying get rid of the oil import infrastructure. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that either. I was just venturing that question. You what know, I'm like, saying what is, happens if that goes down? What I'm so. saying is you have, you have the capability at any given time as a nation. You have, 
you build enough nuclear power plants that you have the capability that if everything else gets fucked, you can flip all those on and be 100% okay. I'm not saying you don't have redundancy. Have your primary ones be solar, wind, geothermal, wave, oil, hydro. coal, hydro, all that shit. But never, you know, you have, you have guns in your house. You're never at one time needing to use all of them. But you have them all there in case something like coronavirus happens and you need a fucking lock and load. I mean, what did Dale say? I literally had Dale on the other day. I said, Dale, what should I be doing right now? Should I be freaking out? And I said, boy, you should be stacking ammo. And I was like, roger that, Dale. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, and not only that, though, is it's almost like the Cold War. Or it's like even if, you know, when we were de- when we wanted to develop the hydrogen bomb and Oppenheimer and Rico Fermi and all those fucks were saying we can't do it. And then Teller said to Truman, but the no, Truman asked, can the Russians do it? And... Uh, Teller responded, yes, they can. And Truman responded, well, then get to it. And he said, because it's not that we want it, but if the Russians have it, we have to have it to counter. Well, if China, just by definition or by default, if China is, is constructing nuclear power plants at a rate no one else is right now, I mean, you you don't want to be left out. No matter what they're doing. You so China's changing over from coal. China still uses steam trains. They still, they're still making fucking steam trains in China. Yeah. yeah. Like what, 1890? I don't know. Like, like shit, man. All nuclear power is is steam. At the end of the day, we're just monkeys boiling oh, water. Yeah. Like that's that's at the end of the day, that's all we're doing. But that's what I'm saying is like, if China's doing it, you almost want that Cold War mindset of the, we should be doing it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm looking at this from like to, a... to to an extent. I mean, yeah, either that or you find something better. Yeah. Not, um, nuclear fusion. Yeah. yeah. If uh, well, I'm having two nuclear physicists on from Oxford tomorrow. They're both they both got their PhDs from nuclear physics there. They're doing nuclear engineering. Thank God for coronavirus, because otherwise they would have said no. They're like, yeah, we're quarantined. <laughs> so yeah. Hey man, I feel like yeah. Said, I feel like a defense. So you're benefiting from this. I feel like a defense involved. contractor during war. Like this is really bad, but man, they got to order our jets. I'm like, coronavirus is so bad, but you are available for 2 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's so sad. I'm so sorry to hear about your grandma. We can do Skype. We can do Zoom. We can do FaceTime. Just you know, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, you three fucks look like you're tired, so. You guys want to call it? Capitalistic pig, you. We love you, Tommy. Yeah. You guys want to? What? No. I'm fine to keep going. You guys just look tired, and I feel like I'm loud on it. There has to be redundancy built into it in the military. You know, we always have the same two two is one, one is none, right? Yeah. Um, And for me, you know, whenever I get to move out of California and once all the dust settles, and I can actually sell my house there and move out of the state. Uh, I'll have backup power for my house, whether it's a generator, whether it's a freaking windmill, you know, it's also going to run a, a, a pump for yeah. a well. So I got alternative water or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to be that guy that goes, man, the city power went down and now, you know, I'm, my refrigerator went out and now I have no more meat in the freezer because it all spoiled. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, fuck um, but you know, when you're talking about big infrastructure, like power, national power, I mean, those things have to be taken into consideration. There's no doubt that nuclear power is efficient. You know, it, it does generate a lot of electricity. It, it is fairly clean, you know, aside from the waste piece of it. Um, but it, again, it's it's if it's not protected properly, like everything else that we need to protect, 
you know, and it becomes vulnerable, then it could be something where if we put all our eggs in that one basket and the basket falls, all the eggs are broken. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, but what I was going to say is, look at, so it's almost like putting your money where your mouth is. You know, it's everyone saying, you know, Mexico and South America aren't shitholes. They're wonderful places. Coronavirus, everyone right the fuck up north, right? You don't need guns. No one needs guns. What's everyone doing? They're buying guns. So it's almost like, let's put your money where your mouth is. Where do we, what power sources do we use on the shit that we cannot have shutting down? When we launch something into space and it's got to go forever, right? What do we use? Little nuclear reactors. When we have aircraft carriers, our mobile air bases, and our thermonuclear tipped or our, thermo, our, our, our swimming nuclear silos, Ohio class nuke submarines, what do they run on? Nuclear. What do all these things run on? When you really can't have something shutting the fuck down, there's no question. We don't have any, and you know, and here's the old-fashioned steam-powered nuclear like submarine. No, it's all fucking nuclear. Tommy, I think you should go into sales, man, because you just came up with a great tagline. If you absolutely positively need it to run forever, go nuclear. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I will take it. Hey, I will reach out to fucking. Well, that's the problem, man. Is there's no, there's no like. You need to be a spokesman for the DOE, bro. But there's no, but that's another thing. Man. There is there is no Exxon Mobil or Shell of nuclear power. There is no one. There's no big name where, you know, when we if we have a salesperson for drinks, what did you say? Like Budweiser, Coca-Cola, right? But there is no, you just proved it. There's no go-to name for nuclear power. Why isn't there a Shell? Why isn't there an ExxonMobil? Well, so maybe, maybe that's why we're not going nuclear, right? Because all your lobbyists are coming from the petroleum industry or the coal industry. So this, you know, who makes a decision on that? Who controls all the nuclear stuff? It's the government. Well, and so these politicians want to continue to get reelected, and you got a whole bunch of your lobbyists going, "Dude, we're in the oil industry. We need oil power, whatever, whatever." The hell with nuclear power. You're gonna go, yeah, I'm not passing any bills. You know, building more nuclear generators. You know what I mean? Um, So it could be something really as simple. Is that maybe we could have some national security override maybe the coronavirus kicks that off like you we cannot have this happen again right i mean and how would you do it you would offer some sort of government incentive like we will build it and like you pay us back when it starts making money because right now it costs a fuck ton to produce and it takes about 20 years for them to become more profitable than the oil refineries that's what the guy i had on that's a nuclear power plant engineer said so that's why i don't see a lot of them so what if you had so some, money, right? But so, then it's also because the private industry having access well, to it's, nuclear it's materials. All the cost. Because the next thing you have is a freaking dirty bomb going off in New York City or Chicago well, or works, LA. He works you at a private I mean? nuclear. He works at a private nuclear power plant. But it's, but the materials are managed by the government. Yes, that's the thing. Yes. But so, even now with coronavirus, I asked him. I was like, so what's wrong? So they're changing up cores, and I was like. Is that a problem right now? He's like, oh no, we have no, we have contingency plans. Like we have people that are quarantined at the plant. He's like, no, we don't go down. And he and he said he's yeah. like, if you wanted to break in, you would need an M1A rooms. He was like, you cannot get past security. So, yeah. I just think all the problems that arise with nuclear, though m- numerous and very real, I just don't think that they are any less than those of of fossil fuels. And I'm not even looking at this as like a you know in the wars, man, in the oil. I'm just looking at it purely from a power independence standpoint. You don't want to be yeah. under a, a red and gold flag and, oh, hello, whiteies. 
No. <laughs> you want fucking nuclear power? Keep it on the ship. Oh, hello, Hans. You know, how are you guys? Hello, America. How are you doing? How's that coronavirus? No, fuck that. I want a big red, white, and blue nuclear reactor shining for fucking eternity. So when we got to lock down the borders for the next 100 years, get fucked. We, we have so much... What was the quote from the 50s for Adams for Peace under Eisenhower's thing? We will have power that's too cheap to meter. Like, where the fuck is that big dick energy? Like, that's what you want. You want the rest of the world quarantining and us being like, yeah, man, I got the air conditioner with the fucking window open. Like, we got McDonald's running, you know? We got fucking, we got cyber drones bringing around our fucking takeout that's prepared by robots. It's all powered by goddamn American fusion energy. The rest of the world is unquarantined and, yeah. They got all the, they're, oh, hello, and no, we just big dick in America, just. You know what? Fuck it. I think this podcast is my unofficial campaign. And I'm, that... <laughs> Wasn't there a movie like that called uh, Elysium, you know? Yeah. With, uh, yeah, where, where uh, you, you know, you all the wealthy people. lived in orbit. They got you know, and everybody, Yeah, just we up, could be the metaphorical right? Elysium, yeah. Yeah, so we're just going to change the country to Elysium. Yeah. No, just, Dude, I'm down. Let's just do it. name in America, and yeah, just just like Elysium, we can blow up the boats of refugees coming here. Who said that? But like, yeah, it's it's. I might have just I might have, I might have just torpedoed my campaign. But yeah, man. Sick of about all your YouTube accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. But, you saw my bail ship. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, hello, Hans. But yeah, man, I just. Tommy, I, I got a serious question for What's you. What's up, bud? Actually, it's a compound question. Do you sleep at night, and can we see your notebook that you write in before you go to bed on the stupid fucking ideas you come up with? You mean my manifesto? <laughs> my, don't, don't say that. No, my no, no, insane that. scribbling on the walls? They'll see. They'll all see. No, I mean, I write down ideas during the podcast so I can... But so I stop interrupting people. Most of them are not coherent ideas. Space shuttle... Radar towers that are hot. Deadpool. The hero's journey. Pornhub underlined. <laughs> Sodium. Dot dot dot. It's yeah. You know that first part of your question, Nick. Uh, my brother and I were talking about that the other day because on Monday my brother did a podcast with Tommy, and then it was posted like that night, right? Well, no, or no, no. You got on Tuesday. When I uploaded, it takes like eight hours to upload. So if I upload it at five p.m., it will say uploaded one a.m. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. But whatever. So so it was there on Tuesday. So my brother's like, dude, like it's already posted. He goes, I thought it'd be like a week or something. I'm like, no, Tommy never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I think he lives on like Red Bull and Monsters or whatever he drinks. Man, and if, I was the, if I was the president, man, I would have the entire, I would have an entire industry towards just keeping me awake 24-7. I would have yeah. my own budget of just like, I need goddamn like god tier amphetamines yeah <laughs> See, Tommy, Tommy lives on on conspiracy theories and caffeine yeah yeah at least um but yeah and some and some right. and some hey can you harness that and turn it into power man then we won't even have to worry about nuclear waste i don't know man but i think i'm going to use my <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah, it's called uh it's uh, called uh, pissing human trafficking in the uh, uh endocrine system yeah you say <laughs> adrenaline gland off your kidney adrenochrome yeah, yeah human mm. trafficking yeah man maybe that's i don't know man well, with, with jp's down in cuba so can you fill us in yeah jp do you have like one of those 1950s cars <laughs> no <Nah. laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I, I got an unmarked grave in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. For all, for all, those, all those dissidents. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to fill it or I'm going to put someone in it for you. Yeah, no, you're going to have people that didn't vote for you. Yeah, JP, JP, JP runs for power and it's like he wins by 100,000 votes in a town of like 3,000 people. Like <laughs> one of those dictatorships where it's like, what a Man, wonderful yeah. turnout. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Hillary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is. Does anyone remember how in like December, Kim Jong Un said uh, he has a Christmas Christmas surprise for the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, coronavirus came about two weeks later. <laughs> what if that's Kimmy? I was only kidding, Donald. <laughs> I don't Hodge Bricks. You were talking about like black ops guys. You know, I, I could have sworn that we had like a sniper team just waiting to take that fat fuck out. But I'm sure, oh, Jesus. I'm sure we yeah. had, a, dude. Man, so I tried to get. Not only did I not get Mattis on, but I also tried to get. Uh, I sent an email to General <laughs> Petraeus's people and Leon Panetta and Michael Hayden, right? I'm sure you guys all know who. Man, no, no, no. I, who, who are they? Oh, well, there's some really neat guys. I play pickup basketball. No, so I emailed them all and asked them about. I was like, "Hey, would you like to come on my podcast and talk about um?" Talk Can you about... go after McChrystal too? Yeah, no, I went after like a ton, and um, I'm sure I'm on a list somewhere because I've asked them all. I was like, "Hey, I would like for you to come on and talk about like uh the ultimate high ground, space-based weapons, kinetic, laser, and directed energy based." Man, I didn't get a response from any of them, but. Yeah. That's because these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Very five G in your head. Yeah. Yeah, man. Better go get you some tinfoil and make a hat, brother. Yeah. No, trust me. How much of a PP smack would have been if they all went on Joe Rogan that next week? I guess. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Y'all would have fucking seen my manifesto on CNN. That motherfucker. <laughs> I would have been all over the news. Like, who could have seen this coming? Man, anyone that watched this podcast would have seen this coming. Like this. I saw. <laughs> I saw. He said he would. He said it. Yeah, man. Yeah. God, that's funny. Yeah, man. It's, um, yeah. And like I told you, man, I also got, they got a pretty big earful when I called Northrop Grumman and asked him to have someone on my podcast to talk about the B-21 Raider. They were not happy about that. Same with Lockheed Martin asking about the SR-72. Yeah, man. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm barking up the wrong trees. <laughs> You're on a watch list. Yeah. Oh, that, that much is established. Yeah. Have you tried flying lately, Tommy? Yeah, <laughs> no. Tickets are really cheap right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason why I couldn't. Hey, in, in, if you're on that flight, you search from uh, Doctor Banana Fingers. What? If you're on that flight, make sure you bring Hillary and Cuomo with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. We're all laughing. We're like, yeah, it would happen. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a matter of time. You you walk on and see Bernie Sanders, be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I was told to come on this flight. <laughs> um, can I please cancel my thirty days of uh, being a commie? Yeah. yeah. I, have, I have I have all the fucking in-flight peanuts. This one man has the top one percent of the snacks and beverages for this domestic flight. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. So you need to share that, man. You need to share it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So my brain's fried. I'm all out of ideas. I think I think it's called. Y'all want to call it? Oh, all right. Bye, Nick. All right. See you, Nick. I think you said he needed to make take a call. But... Yeah. What a what a douche. 
It's your call, man. It's your, it's your, it's your podcast and stuff. I'll try that again. JP, I'm fine. If you want to keep chatting, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm good for yeah. a little bit more, man. We're uh, yeah, I'm good for about another thirty minutes max. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wife's coming home. She's bringing home dinner. All so. right, you guys yeah, want to shoot for six p.m. Eastern? Yeah, shut this bitch down. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Dan, I had your brother on, and um, yeah, I gotta finish watching that episode. By the way, man. yeah. JP, yeah. you need to watch that one. Dude, his brother was a base historian at Holloman Air Force Base. Oh, yeah, I started watching that the other night, yeah. He has seen unredacted Roswell documents. Nice. Yeah. What are you um, talking about? Um, he kind of shot them down and said it's all false and stuff. Did you see him silhouette pictures of the Batmobile and stuff? No, but he did say you? literally everything was weather balloons. Yeah, there you go. Like, literally, every, no, that's a weather balloon. But, yeah, man, so what I had brought up to him was, I don't know, because it was like a 10-minute explanation, so I'll bring it down to one minute. I was like, so let's say, uh, like right now, let's just say we're all quarantined, and let's say no one's allowed to have, you're not allowed to leave your yard, right? You're not allowed to do anything that leaves the yard. And so no one cares if a bunch of kids are fighting in the front lawn. But finally, one of the kids shoots up a, a mortar or a bottle rocket or a flare, breaks some windows three houses down. So he's now left the confines of his quarantined area and has now caused damage to others. Well, after a distance in space and time, so maybe an hour goes by, maybe 20 minutes goes by, a squad car comes by, you know, just rolls on by, maybe doesn't stop at your house, maybe stops at a different house, so a distance in space and time, right? A little bit of a delight, but they ultimately come to your area. I mean, I've, me and my friends used to do this freshman year at Pius, JP. We'd shoot bottle mm -hmm. rockets at each other and use trash cans as shields. And then we'd go hide inside and watch the squad cars go by. <laughs> right? So, June, uh, July 16th, 1945, at 5.45 a.m. in Alamogordo, New Mexico, we detonated the Trinity nuclear bomb. Right? Very first one. And then, what's the first thing we did? Went and dropped them on some populations of people. But then, what did we do after that? We had the 509th Bomber Wing, which was the only atomic bomb wing in the world. And they were stationed right near Alamogordo. July 8th, 1947, Roswell, New Mexico was where the flying saucer allegedly crashed. Eight days shy of exactly two years later after the first detonation, and 117.2 miles apart. Does that not seem like the metaphorical squad car being like, hey, what are you guys doing? All right, you guys, I don't care if you guys are playing paintball in the front yard, but you just you just got somewhere like, else, like right? Aliens are like, whoa. Aliens are like, you guys can fuck each other up forever. We've we've been hands-off since the, the wheel and the invent and discovery of fire. But now they're coming by just shining lights, whoop, whoop, you know? You boys got some nukes, right? That, it seems like that's exactly what happened. Two years later, they come by and just, whoop, whoop, what's going on, you know? Where are your parents? You guys got nukes, you got to stay on the planet. I don't know, man. Or, or they came by for a joyride, man, just to check it out. That's Joe like, Rogan's theory. Right, flying right saucer. Edge, uh, flying saucer, you know. And Joe Rogan's <laughs> theory is that, is, is that Earth know? is the Tijuana of the Milky Way. And, yeah. this, and this is where they go on the crazy nights when they're, like, just doing coke and fucking drinking tequila out of the bottle. They're like, fuck it. Let's go to Earth. Woo! Like, let's go, let's go abduct some farmers. Let's go fuck up some cows, man. Cattle mutilation. Woo! And, like, every once in a while, they crash. 
<laughs> and it's oh fuck, we gotta bail out now. <laughs> like we gotta get so out. So David was probably like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, David was looking at me like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, well, you know, I'm not sure if that's the case, Tom. But and I was like, it's like purple in the face. Like you don't think that's what's happening? <laughs> like yeah. So he's like, he's like, no, no. He's like, no. I think they're, um, yeah. So, I got a bunch watching that episode. He's he's a funny dude, man. We are very different personalities, he and I. You guys are polar opposites. Yeah. yeah. You've seen uh you've seen that South Park episode where Stan and his dad accidentally discover like warp warp speeds and shit. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah, that's that's what I always feel like. It's like you know, Farty aliens came down. They're like, all right, yep, uh, just. Wondering if you guys have seen this this space criminal and shit. Yeah. And uh, yo, what happened to Finland? Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, so did you, yeah. so you guys shoot this thing at warp speed? Oh, no. it, how is that any different from like the baseball through the window? And it's, I uh, haven't seen that. Like, really? You guys are wearing baseball gear? Like, nope. I've never nope. seen that ball before. Just watching the game. Yeah. Like, where do the UFOs come? They come right near, of all places on Earth right near where we have atomic bombs and it's like hey guys what's going on and we're just like oh hey what's going on we're just out here uh playing baseball like no nuclear bombs <laughs> and yeah and like where did they go put supposedly at hallman air force base what's that ufo story they went and started tinkering with the silos really you guys don't got anything in these silos i don't know <clears throat> i've never seen those before what are those it's pretty cool you're like really okay like whoop, whoop. all right i don't want to come back here guys like, you know, and what did we do? Not a couple, five years after, seven years after we discovered fission, we set off a thermonuclear bomb in orbit, Operation Starfish Prime, 1.4 megaton warhead over the Pacific. Let's see what happens. It knocked out most of power in Hawaii. All right, now we're throwing nukes into space. There were no more after that. All right? Yeah. I don't know, man. It kind of seems like the aliens came by and they're like, y'all can do whatever you want here. We've proven that that we're hands off. Genghis Khan, World War One, most of World War Two. <laughs> no, we we don't care. I feel you. What? <laughs> Sorry, you broke. The, the, the aliens are gonna fly by and, and spray us with chemtrails. Yeah, well, no. Make but, us all get fucking the woo flu. Yeah, woo flu. <laughs> Dan, remember when you were talking about a couple weeks ago where they're. You said that uh, there's that radio signal from some star cluster, and they're being. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's Explain repeating. that to these two fuckers. Yeah. So, so we, you know, scientists found a deep space radio broadcast. Right. It's light, light years away from us, but it's re, it's a repeating signal. Same frequency, same intensity, same rhythm. Send nudes. Send nudes. Oh. <laughs> well, so so I'm like. You know, it, it, it seems to be coming from an intelligent source, right? Whether it's artificial or organic intelligence, it's coming from an intelligent source. And I'm like, dude, replicate that damn signal and send it back. You know what I mean? Maybe they're saying hello. And we go, hey, what's up? By the time they get it, we're all going to be dead anyways. And, you know, our generations of our kids are all going to be gone anyway. So, you know, somewhere down the line, they're going to be like, showing up here on our doorstep going hey you guys said hi back and they're gonna be like who are you what you know what i mean so i'm like just send it send it back who cares what yeah. what if that signal is really not saying hey it's like yo want to fight <laughs> hey you better we're all gonna be gone who cares yeah you know what i mean so yeah. we're gonna be mortgaging you know 10 generations from now so what it's fine yeah <laughs> it's like, they should have been staying in there 
<laughs> yes, you're living in there. <laughs> so my my buddy who just called, he's like, hey, uh, you got a minute? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. He's like, about what? I'm like, I'm like, what are you calling about, dude? He goes, I want to talk politics for a minute. Now, mind you, I'll station with him in England. He grew up uh, 40 minutes south of me here in New York. He lives in Vermont now. And he goes, yeah, I was just talking to my buddy. And what do you think of this Chinese flu in North Korea? I'm like, dude, we already talked about it. Like, you're, you're, you're behind the curve. I'm like, yeah. just watch the podcast tomorrow. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're ahead of you. We're the bleeding edge of conspiracy and... Yeah, uh, yeah, mental inhibition. Yeah, but so that that alien fucking the radio sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's an interesting thing, right? Because yeah. radio waves they travel roughly the speed of light once they leave the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Um, subject to interference from celestial objects, whatever. But I mean, it's relatively quick. You know what I mean? So let's say it's you know ten thousand light years away. Cool. So this planet has to wait 10,000 years for a response. Yeah. Okay. We're all gone, so why not? Just send it. So like like JP was saying, well, what if, what if they're saying instead of hello, hey, you guys want to fight? And we're like, yeah, let's get it on, <laughs> yeah. man. Let's go galactic, right? Yeah. Um, we're all going to be gone anyway, so who cares? Just yeah. send it. Send yeah. it. Send, send it. Send it out, man. Yeah. Send some cat calls back. It's like on, yeah. you know, it's like high school, and you and your buddies are drunk, and there's another group of guys, and you're walking on the opposite sides of the street, and someone yells <laughs> something back. Yeah. They barely ever start fighting. Don't say that word. You actually get his band. Don't say that word. Oh yeah, I forgot. Let me write down the. I mean, it might be, stand. hey, what's up? You know, and we're like, hey, what's up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. yeah. You might, you might have edited out my my huh? f bomb earlier. Oh, I already, I got the timestamps of both. Three twenty two twelve. Yeah. <laughs> mine's at three twenty two twelve. Yours was at one forty nine forty three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, YouTube will straight fucking communist. They will to the gulags. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So what if that's you know, the way? I've, I've, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. You know, we're, we're pretty foolish. We believe we're the only intelligent life form in the whole whatever it is beyond our borders, right? Uh, our celestial borders. America? So, huh? Or, oh, I thought you were talking about just on Earth. No, I'm talking about like a Milky Way, man. Beyond that, dude. You know, um. So it's, it's one of those things, it's like, have we been visited in the past or whatever? Are we currently being visited? I've never been probed, so I don't know. I can't testify to it, you know? I feel cheated in that respect, but, you know, it happens. Um, what, do the aliens <laughs> not think I'm cute? Yeah, right? So. Oh, I get um, it. You're looking at all the 21-year-old guys. I'm too old now. Yeah. <laughs> Back to my day, mm. you know? Um, Put on some makeup. What? If, if, if there is an intelligent being out there or source out there that's broadcasting... Dude, we should make every attempt to make contact. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. just holler back. Because I would love to see the world's religions, politics, everything get turned upside down. Maybe maybe the aliens are really turning up their fucking their signals right now. They're really catcalling at us. And maybe that's why we released coronavirus. We're like, everyone needs to go inside. Like, everyone go inside. It's literally like, like tell the kids, you go back inside. I'm dealing with the crazy neighbor. It's like, government. I mean, think about it. This could be some. It, maybe, maybe it's music, man. Maybe it's like intergalactic Skrillex or something. Yeah. You know, they're broadcast and we're finally picking it up. Maybe you know? it's literally. Maybe it's literally just the equivalent of their teenagers just screaming "penis" into the void. And, and we're like intelligent life, and they're just like. Maybe we're being challenged to a dance off. Yeah, you just, know? They're, they're just but, saying. They're just like. Cock and ball torture, and we're like, oh, contact. 
Yeah, I'm man. You know, what would be the greatest thing is if it was like, show me what you've got. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. It's. But I was thinking like, <clears throat> what if it's a, uh, it's like, what if you're alone in the jungle and like someone yells out like, do you necessarily want to yell back? When a lion roars, are you like, what up? Like, no, you're kind of quiet. Go climb in the tree. Don't make a noise. There's a lion. What if it's just an alien species, a predatorial species yelling out and they're just, this is Darwinism on a galactic scale. Who hollers back? They're going to get fucked. Or there's giant bats coming at us for eating smaller bats. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing said this entire podcast. If I see a seven-foot prawn knocking on my door asking for sugar, you know, or gas to get back home, I'm still going to shoot it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to smoke it and eat it see what it tastes like. Yeah. That's how yeah. coronavirus starts, man. Eating random <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wait, think about you. If an alien showed up on your porch, it didn't look like human, right? Yeah. Or any other animal we've ever seen. But he's like... Can I come in? Yeah. Can I borrow some sugar? Yeah. Gas, sure. gas. Sure. My saucer is broke down right now. I'd be like, Yeah. Honey, call, call the media. We yeah. got one. Yeah. Yeah. We got them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Dan. I bet you try to seduce it. I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, Hey, Smithsonian. I yeah. got one. You want to yeah. stuff it? I got one. You want a hundred? Yeah. yeah. Give me, give me some hands. Yeah. You know. I I was, I, I, like I was just stuffing it, so you know, <laughs> the, the DNA is gonna be a little mixed up, but you know. Next thing you know, they come back, you know, and they're like, hey, uh, president, uh, we need you to hand over this guy, you know, so we can have him stand uh, for intergalactic war crimes. You know? sure. no. the, the alien species come and it's like the equivalent of their mother, Teresa. They're like, have you seen like, like she's, she's our greatest humanitarian fighter and she had to seek refuge on your planet. And we're like, uh, nope. we're like, nope, we have never seen her. I don't know who you're talking about. That's the one we just seen it. Uh, Mr. President, that's the one we hit with that terawatt tera laser. We've never no, no, seen we didn't. it. No, yeah. we didn't. Oh, we yeah, we blew her fucking brains out. We prodded her. We prodded our skull around at the Super Super Bowl halftime show. Like Earth One, y'all zero. And it's like no, we've never seen your mother Teresa. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> you guys ever see that uh, robot chicken sketch with uh, ET? Yeah. 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 Like, you, you gotta watch. It's so funny, man. They're like, hey, you be able to call us back and come back home, man. I thought we ditched them on Earth, you know? He's <laughs> <laughs> writing down. I'm writing down the time, yeah. He can't say yeah. those words. Yeah, the other ETs are all playing basketball and stuff. He's like, ouch. <laughs> I like, them on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. I literally I started the podcast yesterday with Dale and Joe Teddy. They were both in the. They won't call it what it, but they're in the, the CIA ground branch, special activities division. And uh, beforehand, they're like, Tommy, any, like, you know, anything we can't say? And I was like, yeah, you know, these two words you really can't say or I'll probably get banned. And Joe was like, nothing else? And I was like, uh, yeah, you know, let's just I'm not do any cussing or anything. And he was like, got it, got it, got it. And I started recording. I go, what the fuck's up, man? And you can you can see his face in the first two seconds of the video. He goes, really? <laughs> 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 Gotcha, fucker. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Final words, last thoughts on anyone? I want to go get some food, so I'm not going to go to 6 o'clock. Unless, I know. I'll, 
I look great as shit. I don't know why. It's because you're fucking stuffing that alien, man. I mean, yeah. you're a little pinkhead, dude. <clears throat> it's all silent. That's awkward. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah great final word. I, 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 I got one thing to say. Hey, hey Tommy, thank you for, for having me invite me back. Nick, good to see you. JP, good to meet you, dude. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay in touch, man, and chat more in the future and stuff. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey Dan, you, you dropped this. Oh, no, no, you got the wrong one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't get it. Tommy, always a blast. Sorry, I was late, man. Uh, Dan, good to meet you. Nick, man, it was fun, dude. Nice catching up with you. Yeah, you, uh, you dipshits need to come on again. We need to do a nighttime cast, and you three need to get fucking hammered. So, I am down for that. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. Down Nick, for that. you have to do it. I'm not asking. <laughs> Dan, Dan from YouTube. Danny boy? Yeah. Yeah, it's I have the same affliction when I get hammered as people do when they have hypothermia, where they start feeling hot and all their clothes come off. It just it just happens. <laughs> like like alternates for me will go to the next level and then the next level, and then you're like, how can someone comprehend this evil shit in someone's head? Yeah, it's funny. So so Nick is saying the next level, next level. What he really means is the next level, the next level, the next level. Race to the bottom. Like yeah. the, the sin through Dante's Inferno. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like when you're bowling, you know, you're drinking. Your bowling game gets better, and all of a sudden it drops right the fuck off. It's called the, <laughs> it's called the Balmer Peak, or the Balmer Curve. Steve Balmer noticed it at Microsoft back in the 80s or 90s. When you had one and a half beers, your coding ability, like the errors you made dropped by like 99%. But as soon as you went over one and a half beers, it plummeted back down a baseline. But hey, hey, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're letting your inner nerd show a little too much. Like one point five. That's no, that's that was the bomber curve. It's not me. It's your inner nerd is coming out just a little too much. Okay, Dan Levy never coming back on the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right, Dan, you are. Fuck you, Dan. Peace. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. I'll see you. All right. I'll see you fuckers later. Much love, guys. Stay safe. Peace.